3: Steve Bannon was talking to Charlie Kirk and he said 35 Trump allies had been raided by the FBI. And that's a shocking claim. And then Harmeet Dillon, a lawyer, well-respected, you know, came out and said, can confirm it happened to people I know as well. And so it's, it seems very much uh, confirmed. I mean, I'll tell you this, Steve Bannon was perp walked after he turned himself into custody. We didn't see that for the BLM leaders who are, uh, who are effectively accused of the exact same, you know, potential crimes but they, they're putting on a show for everybody. And uh, hearing that 35 Trump allies have been raided is, um, yo, it's getting pretty pretty crazy out there. And we got a bunch of stories, man. Crime is playing a big role in the upcoming election. Democrats in vulnerable districts are starting to realize this. And we got a, we got a story out of California I want to talk to because I want to talk about crime. A woman was beheaded in the street in front of a bunch of people. And I don't want to just play into like anecdotes because I know sometimes crime happens, but this is part of a larger trend of a massive uptick in crime that we need to talk about, especially when it comes to policing policies and how that stuff plays out. Self-defense and how there's this move by these woke politicians to decriminalize and allow violent offenders out while basically arresting small business owners. So we'll talk about all that stuff. Plus uh, AOC, she's getting criticized because she said she didn't know if interracial marriage was right for her. It's very interesting to hear a progressive person, because the progressives are the ones who are saying that if you had a racial dating preference, you were racist. And I'm going to give a shout out right now to Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald's got a new song out, and I'm going to be promoting this all next week, because I I genuinely mean it when we got to push back in the culture war, and we've got to win in terms of uh, uh, producing culture. Tom's got a new song out today called Riot. This is when Billboard reporting starts. It ends next Thursday. Everybody needs to check out the song. We put the link in the description below. You can buy it. We put the Amazon link. It's easier. But if you go to his song, he's number four on trending. It's not an overtly political song. It's just good stuff by somebody who's got a good message behind the work that he does. I'm a big fan of Tom. I want to see him hit Billboard number one on the Hot 100. Maybe we can't pull it off, but we need to organize. And so what I'm saying is when you have somebody like Tom who's successful, got a big following, and is getting basically blocked whenever he has a successful song from the chart from charts and from the media if we organize we can make it undeniable so everybody buy his song let's get him a number one on itunes let's get him a number one on billboard i'll tell you this right now i am so i i i, I am gonna if tom mcdonald hits number one where where should what, what should which what, what should the stakes be yeah you number the beanie on, off man number one on billboard yeah number one on billboard i'll wear a suit Yeah. All right. Yeah. Somebody chatted that. (laughs) You're gonna look good. They said, "So if Tom McDonald hits number one on uh, on 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 Billboard Hot 100, number one is really tough to get." So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm kind of a suit and a tie, a suit and a tie. All right. If if Tom, so if everybody who listens to the show buys Tom McDonald's Riot either on iTunes or Amazon. I think you would need like 100K sales. Not only does that give Tom more money to do his work, but it would force the media to acknowledge counterculture and anti-establishment, and then I'll put a suit on. That would, that would be a I huge
2: will, win. I yeah, feel like you got to yeah. up the stakes. A suit, a, a dress. Tim will wear a dress. <laughs> oh, okay. If you make this number one. Come on, let's get these people working. <laughs> a pink right dress. Right here, a scantily uh, clad dress. We <laughs>
0: all wear suits. I don't have a suit, but will, will. I will get, get you one. Right, one. I'll definitely wear
3: one. Yeah. So uh, what about you, Lydia? I'll wear, I
2: mean, I guess. And we'll get Luke a suit too. Right, but you got to send back. like a camera crew to the fitting. I want to see Ian getting we'll do fitted will vlog for a yeah, it. suit. Yeah, I want to see the whole thing. We'll all wear suits. There we will all wear, and we'll get really nice tailored suits. Cool That'd be a cool like social psychology experiment to see how much it changes the show. Like if you guys are just more like uh, we formal, we're, yeah, just, we're just angrier. <laughs> Gets you into so character scars. for sure. Being in costume.
3: So anyway, um, look, I've been talking about we we released a song. The media told us to f off. Said they wouldn't cover the fact that we hit number two on digital sales because they don't like me. And so my my whole thing is. Let's force them to acknowledge the counterculture. Mm. Give them no opportunity. It's 99 cents. It supports Tom. We don't get any of that money. It goes to him so he can keep doing the work he does. I'm a big fan of his. Seeing him hit the top of the charts and then forcing the media to write about a guy who wrote a song called Fake Woke and the system and rags on on, on on the cult. I, I would just... It, oh, man. It would be schadenfreude. Yeah, knowing weird. they would just be so angry and having around, Tom mm-hmm. McDonald's Don- number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love to see it. And I'll wear a suit. Well, I will. So uh, shout out, Tom. Right now, he's currently number three on iTunes. So you can see... On, so uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this. And, and I'm also pointing this out, too, because his latest song isn't overtly political. He does rag on mainstream music and the, the machine, but it's not overtly political. And that's the point. We need to produce culture that inspires young people. Yeah, and invades these spaces and forces them to acknowledge it. So, we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, uh, check out a song, buy it, make it happen, get number one. We put suits on. Also, don't forget you can become a member at timcast.com. Support our work directly if you'd like to. Check out the Cast Castle vlog, the latest episode with Ian as the uh, the main star running for union president. Yes. And then at this point now, spoilers I think are okay. Let's just say Ian's running for union president, and you know when when they're when they're counting the votes for uh, to see who won. Well, we said the early bouts came in at 3 a.m., and you, you know how it goes, so mm. you guys definitely want to check that mm-hmm. one out. Perfect. Joining us, because you've already heard them speak already, we've got, we've got some awesome guests. We got Maj Touré. What's up? Who are you,
4: dude? It's a regular dude, man. It's North Philadelphian. You know what I'm saying? Philadelphian. Founder of Black Guns Matter, founder of The Solutionary Lifestyle. You know, reform
2: scumbag. Right on. <laughs> right on. You know what I'm
4: all right, we got Dave Smith.
2: What's going on? Very good to be back. It's uh, it's been a little while, and it's great to see all of you guys again. And you guys know me, comedian, podcaster, takeoverer of libertarian parties.
3: <laughs> and it, it's just you know, just a coincidence that you're both here at the same time. I <laughs> just yeah. happened yeah. to be in the area. You know, we had you both on at the same time for no reason. Coincidentally, yeah. uh, randomly.
0: Uh, before the show, we talked about what everybody ate for breakfast, but we also talked about <laughs> universal health care, colonial. Did we talk about colonialism, generational wealth, the Queen, World Economic Forum? The history is, of 9-11. 9/11. Yeah. 9-11 is
4: before the mics even like went Tim was up. like, Wait, yeah. well, hold on. Well, I like right. to start with small talk. Right. first? Because yeah. he wants exactly. to save it for the show, right. so right. let's get hot and heavy. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was great. Before the show, we kept trying to talk about like what we had for breakfast, and so we kept going back to like Monsanto and right. stuff. It was not yes. working that. It's well, the but
2: system. We ate the system for <laughs> breakfast. breakfast. <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> let's get going. It's hard to turn it off. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's like we're
3: getting ready with the cameras, and then... I, you know, Dave would be saying something. I'd say, "What'd you have for breakfast?" And then within like five minutes, Maj just like Monsanto man, <laughs> yeah. you know, with these companies, like here we go. Like you, your eggs. You, know. you thought
4: you were eating eggs, bro. That's right. <laughs> All
3: right, well, let's jump into this first story. Let's talk about some authoritarianism. Oh, yeah. yeah, from TimCast breaking. Steve Bannon says at least thirty-five Trump allies had their homes raided by the FBI on Thursday. He was speaking with Charlie Kirk. Harmeet Dillon came out and said, "Can confirm." confirmed, this happened to many Trump allies I know as well. So I'm wondering if it's actually more than 35. The quote here is, there were 35 raids last night, Bannon said. And there's another grand jury coming together on January 6th. The Washington Post reported it. 35 senior members of MAGA, Republicans, supporters of Donald Trump, that the FBI rolled in on. So I'm wondering, you know, Biden comes out and he says MAGA Republicans are an extreme threat. Mm -hmm. A lot of us were like, oh, that's their campaign strategy, right? I'm wondering if it's more than that. That they want to prime the American people, say it enough, get enough of their bots and garbage corporate press to agree. Right. That way, when they start arresting people, they'll say, "Oh, but you guys know how bad it is, right?" Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's hard. It's hard to say for sure, right? Exactly what that was, and and it, it certainly, you know, could be okay. This is a campaign video, and this is a, the play, right? The the play for the midterm elections. Well, he can't claim to be a unifier or any of this stuff anymore. He can't really run on any of his policies. So basically, what's his only play left is to gin up his own base right. at, by saying, hey, the other side is so evil to get out the votes for, for Democrats. Um, kind of a desperate attempt. But I got to say, and this is what I was was talking about the other day when, when that speech was given on my podcast, Part of the Problem, uh, that I was saying, look, this really reminded me of like a George W. Bush 2002 speech. Mm. It had everything from like, I mean the creepy red backdrop, the military members like right behind him. This was like, it seemed like a war drum speech. Mm -hmm. Like if you remember, you know, 9-11 happened in uh, September 2001, we invade Iraq in 2003, but the whole year of 2002 was this slow, you know, beating the war drums, pushing the war propaganda about what Saddam Hussein is doing. And it did have that feel to it. I think that, look, let's just call it what it is. Donald Trump for four years was framed for treason. By his own deep state by his own intelligence uh, apparatus now that is kind of a real thing that that's something pretty interesting that you have the CIA and the FBI and the NSA working to oust a democratically elected president
3: with At, help from the corporate press right? oh yes Quasi with help from the
2: corporate or. press from uh, from social media from big tech from the you know pretty both uh, both parties as well so now what you're really seeing is that It has definitely been deemed unacceptable to the establishment for Donald Trump to be re-elected. I mean, not re-elected, elected elected again, whatever you want to call it. Think about that. What a devastating blow that would be for their narrative. And I think that after the FBI raid in Mar-a-Lago, they went big. There's no. I don't think they can do that and not follow this up with something big. They can't just raid a former president's house and then say, "All right, we didn't find anything. It's nothing." They gotta go for it now. So this is, you know, again, if Bannon is is telling the truth and this is what happened, this is another major escalation in that step. Bannon's not the kind of guy to to
3: to hoax like this. No. And and Harmeet Dillon's a lawyer. She's not this hyper partisan. I mean, she's obviously you know partisan in a certain sense, but. She's a lawyer coming out saying can confirm this happened, I I take it seriously.
4: The the the, the thing I think that we the general public should actually look when they see this
1: That's chumbacasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: Okay, cool. You don't like Trump. You love Trump. What? Whatever thing you fall in in that space. I think the thing that the general public should really be thinking about is these are the weaponization of entire intelligence communities to go after presidents and to slow somebody up for their, okay, I'm, I'm going to go in again in 04, right? So if they're doing that, to someone and that's their political opposition that has resources, that has access, that has all of these other different things, the general public should be thinking more so about, do you wanna vote for a guy, come in a few years, do you wanna vote for a party? Do you wanna vote for a system or a group that has consistently shown you? Because it's not just on the left, they're just the guys in charge, the Democrats now. And they're unhinged with it. Like that whole Mar-a-Lago thing. Adrian Norman really, he posted on his Twitter page. It's like here, right here. It's saying this was sent by Biden. Yeah. Clearing, clear, you know, whatever. Well, so this is, just to clarify, this one's interesting.
3: Biden and in May requested what the documents they thought Trump had were. Yeah. Then they go and raid Trump's Mar-a- like, Mar-a-Lago with the feds, you know, a few months later. And so it's... Did Biden literally say, "I want you to raid his house," or did he go, "Oh, won't someone please
4: get me these documents?" And then, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, the feds went and did it. I, th- I think is uh, again, like we were saying before camera. I'm past the point of believing that this is incompetence. Agreed. I'm, uh, it's it's too it's too strategic. You know, the sun rises and and if you depending on your location, the sun's right there every at this time. The sun's going to be here. That is an organized phenomenon. It's too many oopses. And because we're looking at Biden as this, you know, the old dude that's struggling with dementia. And we kind of like, that might be the drunken monkey. Like I'm not above, this is a, a very... Intricate movie. We made this joke
3: what? before that Biden bumbles and fumbles off stage, and then as soon as he's behind the curtain, he stands up. The straight, evil, and he goes, "All right, did they buy it? Right. Now let's go blow up some kids in the Middle East." Right. Well,
2: and- I, I, but I also think like whether it, at how much of it went up to Joe Biden and how aware he was, it's almost irrelevant at a certain point. I mean, we know it went to Merrick Garland, right? So it's it, he already said right. in his own press conference that this was his decision. So it went to very high places. Yeah. I don't know if that's at that point. Who really cares whether it was the president or just his attorney general, right. you know, like, I think, I think what's important too to, to recognize with this is that it's not even like really a left versus right thing. This is a power yes. versus non-power thing. This World. is an establishment, anti-establishment thing. I mean, think about the way the, uh, someone I, Disagree with on a ton of things, but think about the way the establishment turned against Bernie Sanders. You know, in in 2016, really rigging the entire election against him uh, in the Democratic primary. Think about the way in 2020, when he was looking very good against Joe Biden, they were on MSNBC and CNN calling his supporters but, brown shirts and right. Nazis. What, but, but what do you on. think the system would do if Bernie Sanders had been elected president? So, j- well, so pe- but I'm gonna pe- clarify that.
3: They they mounted a procedural
2: effort against Bernie Sanders. Like
3: questions were being given to Hillary Clinton in advance by yes. CNN. In twenty twenty, they had the three moderates drop out and all endorse Joe Biden at the That's same right. time. So it's this it's this
2: back. And Elizabeth dealing. Warren stay in. Right. They right, had right, her stay yep. in. So the one who was splitting votes from him stays in. All the ones who were splitting votes from Joe Biden get out and endorse Biden. So it's
3: it's it's this like they, they they flex and bend the system so everything always skews in their favor in those ways. And, and what
2: happened, and they did that with Trump too, right. but it didn't work. For once, it didn't work, and that guy got in. And so it's just the, the thing that should be eye-opening to regular people right. is that you go, look, if ever you supported a candidate from the left-wing perspective who deviated from the establishment too much, they would crack down on him in the same way. And the thing that the Trump supporters should be questioning about how how much loyalty you have to Donald Trump going forward is just like, Donald Trump appointed Ray to the head of the FBI. He is the guy. You know, if his mission, his stated mission was to drain the swamp, well, man, He got drained by that swamp. He
3: hired Bolton. Right.
2: Like everybody went. Dude, Bolton, Pompeo, Barr, you know, Ray, (laughs) all of these guys, his entire team. Oh, He had no clue who to trust and who not to trust, and he got rolled by all of them. Fauci. He kept Fauci on the job through all of 2020. Is that,
4: I cannot believe that that's incompetence. I, 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 I do not believe that that's incompetence. And again, my job is to look at the general public and saying, hey, this, does, this looks fishy, and if you see it from the left or the right or whatever, if this looks fishy, is this where you want to put your energy locally, state, or federally? Do you, do you want to get behind those types of things again? Because it, it's walking like a duck, bro. It's been walking like a duck, looking like a duck for however long.
3: But look, this, is what's, this is what we're seeing right now. If the 35 raids on Trump allies, we're watching a revolution happen. We are, we are watching a political faction... With control of law enforcement, mm-hmm. using it to crush political opposition, historically, when you see things like this happen, it's typically how you end up with a a uniparty system. Now, yeah. I think for the most part, there are Democrats and Republicans for a long time have been the uniparty as it yeah. was with this fake, you know, this this false know, adversary. Right, right, right. But Donald Trump storms the gates. Trump supporters, Bernie Sanders supporters tried storming the gates too. Bernie was too nice of a guy, I guess. He, he was too weak. Mm. He couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't get in that ivory tower. Bernie Sanders walks up to the Ivory Tower with a bunch of these lefties, shake their fist, they say, "Let us in, let us in," and they and they spit on him, and then he apologizes. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, they came with a battering ram, mm-hmm. then they bring in the big orange bull who just rampages about. They want to regain control of the establishment. This is how they're they're trying to do it by purging and arresting all of their opposition. I'll I, tell, let, me, let me tell you real quick just how yeah. scary it gets. They're going after Trump supporters. They're going after Trump people. They're not going after Republicans because right. the Republicans are going to be the establishment. But I'll tell you what happened when I was when I when I was in Egypt, when they had the second revolution, they realized that the the political split between the more secular type Egyptians and the Muslim Brotherhood was too great, and there was only one solution. And you know what they did? Do you know what the military decided to do to stop the the the, the, the constant revolutions? They had a revolution. They revolution again. They just went and started killing the Muslim Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. They just went out, started arresting, started firing guns at and just attacking their, 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 their protests. Now, it's not that bad. They're not going out and just killing Trump supporters. But it's because we're in a different degree of warfare. That's third, deg- third, third generational. Now we're in fifth. They're using the power of law enforcement to make sure Trump's people can't assist him and that his ideas and his leadership
2: are gone. Yeah. Well, that's it's interesting when you say we're in a revolution and you could really think about in the history of the United States of America, like we have kind of this idea that we've had one regime since 1776. But really, there's been many revolutions along the way. I mean, we had a revolution where we overthrew the Articles of Confederation and installed the Constitution. Um, We certainly had a revolution with Abraham Lincoln, where we fought a civil war. Uh, I think you could argue that uh, FDR kind of was a revolution. Well, My point would be here, the revolution was 2020. The revolution isn't 2022. The revolution was having the lockdown regime, having what bordered on a color-coded revolution with these kind of like very, um, let's say, sponsored mass rioting and protesting in the streets. I mean, this is right out of the playbook of what we do in other countries. Five, and so, this is the follow-up to that. Yeah.
3: The 529 insurrection. Mm. When they went to the White House, ripped down the barricades, right, right. injured dozens of federal agents, set fire to a guard post, mm. set fire to a church, and forced the president into a bunker.
2: Mm. Yeah. And no one talks about that. Right. It's it's very interesting. But right. But so look, this is the, this is the follow up to that. Like if this big push was made, you can look at that Time magazine piece about how they stole the election from Donald Trump. If this big push was made to to get Trump out and put Joe Biden in, well, this is now the follow up to that. Now, how do you? This is usually after a revolution, you have this period where then you have to crack down on the dissidents. To make sure that the the power that you took is but, now but this, contained,
3: this, it's all part of the revolutionary process. You, you mentioned the civil war. A civil war happens when factions fight each other and neither side can just take it. Right. What we're watching now is, I don't, I don't know, I don't care if it's Democrats, it is the elite, and they are using, and it, and it mostly is Democrats, and there are some you know former Republican neocon types, but they, what we're seeing is still the revolutionary period. So, if in November Republicans win, then the revolution is not complete. If in 2024 Trump wins, then the revolution... Then the
2: revolution failed. Right. To some degree.
3: But sitting here watching, I, 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 I... I can't believe that we have a story that 35
4: Trump senior Trump people were, were raided by Feds. Like That is such a dramatic escalation. I think they're doing... What's gonna come out of this is this is the Streisand effect. They're doing something. They're thinking about, we gotta keep Trump out. They're not thinking about the general public watching, going, you guys are shitty. They're doing a lot of the heavy lifting for us. And I don't mean that in a good way, like, oh, great, yeah, raid more, you know, MAGA extremists, so-called, and then the people will wake up. But that's kind of like, in a weird way, what's happening. The general public, how many times are y'all are y'all hearing guys that may have voted for Biden? And they fought you tooth and nail in 20-whatever, right, 19, yeah, this is blah, 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 blah. Now, after a year and a half, two years, they're like, bro, ah, I don't know, I don't really, they may not be willing to say, yeah, I'm going this way completely, But they're also going like, nah, something's wrong here. I don't even like how this feels. Economically, they're doing something, this massive overcorrection, that the general public is, I think, for me, I don't think that anybody's just going, yeah, we're going Biden. And I don't think that they're going, we're raiding these people and people aren't seeing. I think it would work if it was more clandestine. I want to jump to this
3: story here. And it's brutal. Man arrested after beheading young mother in the middle of San Carlos Street, law enforcement sources. (laughs) Now, they, they may have had a domestic issue. The guy attacks her and then uses a sword to remove her head in, in view of hmm. the public. And there's two things I noticed from this. You know, there's a story, uh, I think it was a few months ago, maybe a year ago, about a woman who was on a subway train when a man raped her. That was in Philly. And everybody watched. Mm-hmm. And they filmed it and just let it happen. And I thought to myself, like, how does that happen, that people just stand there and watch that? Like, mm-hmm. watch someone do that. Same thing here. Now, I get it with this story, dude has a sword, right? Okay, a guy's got a sword. What can you really do? Shoot him. But yes, of course... no, 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 I agree. That was the correct answer, is, Maj. Not in California. No. Not in well, California yeah, yeah. where they criminalize self-defense. Is that where so, that happened? It was in Cali? Yeah, so here's here's my point, right? We're, we're segueing off of this, you know, what's happening with this revolution and you made a really good point before the show, Dave. You said that they're decriminalizing, like they're letting people go with all this violent crime and then they're criminalizing self-defense. Right. That is an untenable situation for any civilization and the only result can be collapse.
2: Well, you know, something really interesting about like the kind of rise of the progressive prosecutors who, uh, you know, from my perspective, a, a, a lot of the times as they were uh, running in some places where they need to get elected or as they were like campaigning for the job, they, they made points that I thought were somewhat reasonable when they were talking about, you know, things like bail reform where you, look, you, you certainly can make the argument that it's a pretty messed up system that if you have money, you get out of jail. And if you don't have the money, you have to stay in jail until trial. There's there's an ar- there's a really reasonable mm-hmm. argument to have there. There's certainly a reasonable argument that over the last 40 years in America, we have been way too harsh on crimes like uh like drug possession, even drug distribution, on crimes like gun possession. You know, these things, it's it's outrageous the amount of people's lives who we've ruined for for these nonviolent victimless crimes. So the, the progressive prosecutors kind of used that popular energy to rise up. And then they went, OK, but not only are we going to do that, yeah. we're also going to go really easy on violent criminals. We're also going to decriminalize not just shoplifting, but strong armed robbery, carjacking and all of this, because we don't want to throw, uh, throw away the book for anyone, except When someone's uh, exercising self defense, then they become Reaganite drug warrior prosecutors who Mm -hmm. want to throw the book at you, who (laughs) want to, like, throw, you know, 30 years in jail for, so it creates. Controlled demolition. Yes, it creates this thing that is obviously just going to destroy civilization. You can't have a society where you legalize property crimes and violent crimes, a set, de facto legalize them, they have, and, and then punish people for defending themselves. They are,
3: they, are, they are punishing the good, the let me live my life happily and leave me alone, and exonerating, allowing, commuting, protecting the bad. Quite literally, it's like letting the demons loose and it, it's it's an inversion of what the system but is. It's, and it's, my, it's
2: protecting evil. But my, and my only point there is that basically that like the um, the conservative prosecutors gave them this lane from forty years of insane aggressive prosecutions yep. of people for like drug possession charges. Right. So then they could run against that and then be like, isn't that so horrible? And then they give us this insanity. What we need is libertarian prosecutors. Right. Basically, is that yes, let's not throw people in jail for drug possession or gun possession, but also if. if. If you defend your life or your property, then we should always come down on the side of that person and against the criminal.
3: It should be like this. I'm imagining Mm -hmm. there's like a a DA and uh, uh, there's like a courtroom and some guy mugged some other guy. And so here they they both are. One dude's on trial for the crime. One dude's, you know, the victim. And then the judge is just like, okay, so, you know, we've heard all the evidence. It really does sound like you mugged this guy. Then he looks over at the victim and says, do you have a gun? And he goes, "Uh, no, I don't. He goes, okay. So restitution will be, we're going to give you a gun. It's cheaper to give you a gun than put this guy in jail. We're going to tell this guy, don't commit crimes because the next time dude's going to be armed. And so will everyone else. Mm. I'm kidding, by the way. But the <laughs> idea is like...
1: With Lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Good good law-abiding citizens who are armed out in West Virginia, I don't, I've never had a problem with them. I, see, I saw a guy walking down the street with a crossbow
0: once, and I'm like, how's it going? Do you support uh, prosecuting violent crime? Oh yeah, of course. What about cr- people that command people to do violence? So uh, I'm sorry. So, oh, so will someone, someone read me of this priest things like that, and then oh, someone goes and No, does it. that one's, that yeah, one's different this question, is why people who different. command
2: other people to do violence ought to be prosecuted too. That's why George W. Bush and Barack Obama should all be in a cell somewhere for the, <laughs> the wars that they. Uh, hey, did you guys wage? know that Obama and Trump, Trump too, and Biden too? Obama, Obama. literally murdered. Because it's like a I want to pardon all. It's like what you
3: mean? We put these. Obama people... murdered a kid.
2: Oh yeah, several. Like,
3: yeah, several. <laughs> but no, no, but I mean like an American, um, an American citizen. Anwar
2: Alaki's son. Abdur-Rahman. Right, uh, ab, 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 right. But, right. but,
3: but I don't, we, don't, we don't even need to say that. We no. can just say, did you know that Barack Obama murdered a kid? Yeah. Like murdered an American kid? People are going to be like, what? Like uh, an American it was a kid? It wasn't murder
0: because it was legal.
3: No, no it wasn't. Well, it literally was not Patriot Act lets him bomb anybody he no, wants. No, it, not even that. It was a civilian restaurant in a country we weren't at war with. He blew up civilians, an American citizen, and we weren't at war with Yemen. It was the definition of like... It wasn't even a war crime because we're not at war. It was just literally Obama murdering somebody. It's yeah, but, damage. and by
2: the way, that's when Obama was uh, uh, drone bombing Yemen up to 2009, 2010, when we were on uh, the side, we were drone bombing to supposedly kill Al Qaeda. But then he switched, and okay, we continued the bombing campaign to this day <laughs> on the side of Al Qaeda because now we're against the Houthis because we had to kind of win over favor with the Saudis mm-hmm. again. So we kept that war going this entire time and switched sides. And we are still to this day. Currently fighting on the side of Al Qaeda. So mix war crimes with treason with genocide. Yeah, and I that's what you've got in Yemen right like now.
3: Donald Trump was like, why do we have troops over there? And Donald Trump was trying to get our troops out. Donald Trump was lied to by, uh, uh, who, I can't remember who lied to him about Syria. Told him no, that we. Yeah,
2: they bragged about it. They it bragged was about in, how yeah, yeah. We,
3: we, they forced to keep our troops in. We had the Abraham Accords. We had Trump uh, negotiating with North Korea. Mm-hmm. We had Trump basically being like, I don't know why we're involved in I'm any out. of this stuff. This
4: is costing us money for no
2: reason. But uh, but, yeah, but no excuses for him, man, because no, you know, he, it. he first of all, he wrote up like, the it, first off, he got tricked into surging in Afghanistan before he finally agreed to end it. And then he agrees to end it on a timeline that will be on the next guy's administration. I, I, su- I guess he assumed he was getting reelected, but why, he took that risk. No, hold on, By hold the hold way, hold on. he had Colonel Douglas McGregor come in to the Defense Department in the lame duck session, after he lost the election, but before he was out, and he he wrote up the order to remove all troops from Syria and Afghanistan, and Trump signed it, and then the next day, Trump took it back. Because wow. someone got in the room with him and convinced him not to do it. And he did this over and over and over again. So fine. it is true that they all misled him and lied to him, but like no excuses for the commander in chief and president. He had four years in there of being the commander in chief. The genocide in Yemen continued every single day of his administration. By the way, one uh, eight three three stopwar.com dot com. Go there. There's a war powers resolution coming up. This is the big project of the Libertarian Party right now to try to get you to go call your congressman. There's a bill in the Congress. Uh, in the House and the Senate to try to bring an end to this genocide.
3: I got I to push back a little bit just because I think, in terms of war, Trump was the best president of my lifetime. Why? Because he was getting our troops out. He didn't start any new
2: ones. He, okay, he didn't start any new ones. He definitely uh, t- gave it and, his then, he gave better? it his best try when he uh, murdered Sole- uh, Soleimani and could have gotten us into uh, the worst war in the last twenty years. I didn't
3: say the it was. I, I, got, I didn't say that was good. I who was better? Every other president in my life started several wars. And so I understand, like, bro, drugs. Okay, strike, but started,
2: bad. listen, I like that talking point. I like that the talking point is he didn't start a new war rather than it being like he was so great because he was so, aggra- you know, like he was such a war hawk, like it would have been in, with previous Republicans. But I mean, okay, he didn't start any new wars. That is technically true. Again, he flirted in Iran and flirted in uh, Venezuela. But, you know the the number of civilian casualties actually went up in his uh, you know he didn't end any of the wars he continued all of them uh Well, he, okay, I give him all the credit in the world. He authored the deal that ultimately ended the war in Afghanistan. And by the way, even though he botched the execution, I give Biden credit too for ending that. Fine. But Donald Trump was the commander in chief for four years on the promise that he was going to end these wars. I know. No excuse making for that. He kept them all going for all four years.
3: I think the difference in our perspectives is because I agree with you, but my thing is like, I have to be positive on people who are making progress so that we can continue to encourage the the election of people who will follow further and further in that direction of- But then I'll say, if,
2: if we wanna make progress, but, but he didn't really make progress, in, is what I'm saying. If more people are being Abraham, killed, of course. if more, if what, what is that? So that's a, what what deal? What what peace did he strike, with who? So
3: when you have planes that are traveling over Israel, right. when you have countries like, what is it, Saudi Arabia, among mm-hmm. other Arabic nations that are now allowing an inter-country commerce, it's just a step in the right direction.
2: We no, there was no war between Saudi Arabia and Israel. There was no war between you the U.S. and you Israel. Have the,
3: if you had the passport so, stamp.
2: So basically, what he did was in these in these peace deals is he basically bought off these other Muslim countries to be friends with Israel when they had I'll vowed well gone. when they had vowed to not be friends with Israel over their treatment of the Palestinian people, and so we bribed them with U.S. taxpayer dollars to look the other way and let Israel do what they want to do to the Palestinian people in order to not like be enemies with them. So if that's a peace deal, fine. But if I'm talking about the actual wars, the war in in Yemen, the war in, uh, in Somalia, the wars in all of these countries, like, no, he didn't end them. So that's the type of peace deal I'd be looking for. So I agree with you. I want to see progress. But I think the way to get progress is to say like, no, that's not good enough. We're actually expecting when we when you run on saying we're going to end the wars, uh, that means end the freaking wars, like end them all. This is insane. We're, We're draining. We're bankrupting our country to be the empire of the world. And for what? What do we even get out of it? What have we got? Okay, in the last 20 years, in Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, Somalia, Pakistan, Yemen, like all these campaigns, what have we gotten? Opium, petrodollar. Yeah, opium and lithium, maybe.
3: No, 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 no. It's the petrodollar.
2: Right. It's that we don't have to do anything to buy oil. Literally nothing. The funny thing about that is that it's like even that how does that benefit the American people? I mean, what it, it benefits, it benefits the Federal Reserve, right? Like they can print all the money they want and there's still something that's kind of backing up its currency. It does. But how is that actually benefiting regular people? Well, I'll tell you. So It allows their government to rape them even more. Well,
3: but, but it does benefit the American people. I'm not a fan of how the system works, but it does. So the GDP of, say, uh, Brazil... Has to be high so they can with uh, what's the what's the Brazilian currency? Man, I can't. Someone, oh, I'll look
2: it? it up. I believe it's the Brasilio. The Brasilio.
3: That's, that's exactly <laughs> yes. what it is.
2: So uh, what is it? I should know the answer to um, this. I'm
3: gonna, it's the Mexican peso? peso? Yeah, it's no, peso. it's not uh, the Mexican peso in Brazil. You sure? Ian. Yes, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the
0: Brazilian real? Re- uh,
3: yes, hey I. I don't know why uh, Mexican it's, peso it's, came uh, up on I asked. Hey, <laughs> hey, so uh, in order to buy oil, they got to trade that for petrodollars. They got to right. trade it for the dollar mm-hmm. so they can buy on the market. With us, what we do is U.S. currency is created upon the, 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 the transaction of a loan. So when you buy a house, the bank just manifests half a million dollars for the house or whatever it is you're buying, and that money appears in the bank bank account of the person who sold the house. It was not... Nothing was done to make that happen. In Brazil, you've got to actually sell stuff, you've got to actually make stuff, you've got to trade stuff, and you've got to do it internationally. Your GDP has to be higher, your exports have to be higher than your imports. So that means people have to be making things and selling them overseas, where in the United States, the American people can literally do nothing, and the US government can acquire oil that we use for machinery, for production, for food subsidies. It does benefit the American people. No, so
2: all of that's right, but it's like which of the American people is it benefiting really? And because what I'm seeing throughout this entire process is the entire working class in the American uh, of of America being hollowed out right You're. and so yes it's benefiting the people what it allows is like it benefits the speculators trading in the wall street casino and it benefits the people who work for weapons companies or the think tanks that are funded by those weapons companies who go and lobby for the next war but i'm telling you that i think overall it's a net negative for that for the average american what it is is in the, the, the lifeblood it's the lifeblood of the empire but the empire is the enemy of the republic it's the enemy of the people
3: i agree i prefer a system where people work trade, and you, you have what you make. You use your hands, you use your mind, you make, you create, you live a good life. You share with your neighbors, your neighbors come together, you build something great. And that should be from within our borders, and we can do international trade when other countries agree to trade with us. I don't like the system of the, of the reserve. There's an argument that's made often about if we don't do it, the, you know China will fill the power vacuum, and there's questions about a unipolar Chinese world and things like that, or I should say Chinese communist world. My thing is, I don't think any of the wars have ever been justified. They've made ridiculous justifications for them. But if you actually look at what the goal of these wars were, if you look at the goal of why they're giving money away, it's simple. Why did Syria happen? Let's just say I'm, uh, I agree with you, Maj. I'm, I'm done believing this stuff is an accident. Mm-hmm. The United States said they, they – okay, so we go back to the, the – you're familiar with the Qatar-Turkey pipeline deal, all mm-hmm. that stuff. The U.S. wanted to build a uh, build a pipeline with their allies from Iraq, Syria, Turkey, into Europe, offset Russia's monopoly. Syria said, no, we're allies with Russia. Conveniently, somehow, a civil war erupted Ooh. in Syria. And then we were just on the side against the dude who blocked our natural gas pipeline. So that would have up, uh, upset Gazprom. Lo and behold, the conflict in Ukraine. It's all part of the same thing. Russia now is strangling out with, with prices, you know, energy prices in Europe. The whole purpose of what we what we've done internationally is effectively a hostage situation. So that everyone has to use the dollar to buy oil with. And the reason we give money out when you're like, why are we giving $12 million to gender studies in Pakistan during a pandemic when we're shut down and our economy collapsing? Because if you give them the money, they will use it. And so long as they use it, confidence remains in the, in the currency, which we use so we can buy oil and not have to do work it is a hostage situation across the board. I'm not a fan of it. I don't, th- I don't, I don't think it's good. I don't think any of it's justified.
4: So but this cer- is what they don't tell the regular people. But at a certain point, long term, again, empires doing empire shit is one thing. Re- Constitutional republics respecting the citizens and not trying to just go murder people to justify it for that dollar, I think you both have excellent points. You're saying... This is why. We completely agree. Right. Oh, yeah.
2: No, no, no. We're, we're basically on the same page. I'm just saying that the entire, what this has led to, the entire consumer economy, right rather than the kind of like the economy of, because basically it went from gold standard to petro standard, like right. that was basic. I mean, there's a few years in between, but it was all, it was early 70s to mid 70s when we went from the petrodollar, uh, when we went from the gold standard to the the petrodollar. And what happens then is you enter into this this age of like wild inflation, and by the way, inflation has been happening all the way throughout, mm-hmm. just depending on how you measure it. You know, it's like they they use the CPI to measure inflation, but if you really sit back and think about it, what were the price of things in the 70s right, right, versus yeah. the price of things now. now? Everything is drastically more expensive. Go go talk to like your parents about who anyone who like bought a home oh, yeah, 40, what they bought a home for in the 70s. Dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. right. The inflation has been with us this whole time and it's 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 shown in lots of different ways. But this economy, I think, has done much more damage that, than it has benefited regular American people. Yeah. What it's done is kind of put out of uh I, they, they've it's put the basic things that most people want out of reach. The idea that, like, hey, we could have, let's say, one job in this family and that could support the entire family. Oh, with that one job, we could own a house and send our kids to college and have health insurance and have all of the basic things yeah. that most regular people want. Now, they're, they're, with the husband and wife working, it's still completely out of reach. So I don't buy into this narrative that, like, we're benefiting. I, I've always this, said, this, empire. But- is more of a cost right, right, right. than it is a benefit. But
3: there's there's a lot of complicated uh, nuances around the Get idea. Get out of here,
2: fly. Are You it's, working it's, for the Empire? Yeah, no, yeah, right. the, yeah sure. that moth has been <laughs> harassing me. <laughs> so
3: a lot of people say stuff like, you know, seventy years ago, a high school education was enough to raise a family of to, to support a family of five, and it's like, what did you need to own? You, you you didn't need to own things, right? Today you have to have a computer, you have to have a phone, and and and, and it's because. Let's say you go work at any job. Let's say you want to be a pizza delivery boy. You better have a cell phone, right? Okay. Right. Well, phones have gotten a lot cheaper, but you 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 require certain materials now that people didn't require before. It's like you could go to get a job, working somewhere, and it's like phones were there as part of the company.
2: So, basically, But the phone isn't really what's putting people isn't what make is what's making people bankrupt, right? I mean, even those kids can afford a phone. I'm,
3: I'm saying there's a lot of different factors that, that no. play into this. One of them is the expansive requirements, the services we require, you need to pay your internet bill, you need to buy a phone, you need to have a vehicle, like all of these things compound. So, you know, my parents growing up, like they didn't, they didn't need a TV. They didn't need phones. They didn't need anything. They had empty studio apartments with a mattress on the floor. And it was like not living well, but it was like, you didn't have to worry about extensive bills. So regardless of inflation, that there's, there's more, there's more material expenses that are that are comp- sure. Compounding. But the, I, think, I think
2: there's, there's also like the, the prices. I mean, if you think about it like this, right, where if you go, if a lot of those kids who bought into that and all went to college because they were told this is what we have to do. And these are a lot of the same kids who are begging for, for debt forgiveness mm-hmm. now, which I'm against. But just to say they go, let's say you go and you're 100 grand in debt now from from college and then you enter a job market post. 2008 financial recession. It was not a good job market. So you're like working at Starbucks. So you're working at Starbucks and you have a hundred grand in debt and you're living at home and the average cost of a house, uh, you know, around you is like $500,000. And the, you know, the, you know, the cost of like college is what college is. The cost of healthcare is what healthcare is. That kid's looking there and go, what is the plausible path? for say that young man working at Starbucks to get married and support a family. right? But the cost of just schooling and housing and healthcare and all of the things that the government has bid up to these insane high prices, like that to me is almost like the essential problem with the soul of America, as Joe Biden likes to mention it, is that we have made the path to just having a a life where you start a family and raise your kids and live a nice life. Damn near impossible well, for regular people. They've solved that problem.
3: Advocate <laughs> against having a family and nobody will <laughs> well, There you go. A problem solved. There Ooh. you
2: go. Abortion yeah. solves this problem. Right. Right. Oh, so, right. you your kids. Right. Yeah. Right.
3: That's, that's, what's, that, that's what we're facing but here's, now, right?
2: Here's the here's the solution. She has an abortion and it turns out you're a woman, not a man. Boom. So there you go. No now more now you have babies. no issue. If we well, hadn't been on the petrodollar from 1975,
0: what, like the standard of living in the United States would have been way less, I would imagine? Like we yes. wouldn't have had access to, like what, like a 10th?
4: Would we have no, had a 10th of the wealth hey, so, that we have So Okay, now? so I guess in essence, what do what you, what, the question is tying into like, are we saying, are you guys saying that we should, because this is kind of going in the direction of, We should want less. Is it going that way? Like, is is our definition changing? Because credit, 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 inflation, 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 greed, greed, greed. So now you want more, but you're chasing more, but now you got more debt,
2: and now it's impossible? Well, see, I think it's fine to always want more. And in many ways, we get more like with technological advances. But to your question, Ian, like if there is um, if you say if we had gone off the gold standard but hadn't gone on to the petrodollar, well, there's still a lot of other questions. Like, so then what would we have Mm. done? I mean, if we had not wasted, let's say, a trillion dollars a year. On maintaining the empire, and that trillion dollars had been not extracted from the American economy and just handed over to basically weapons companies and all of the, and that had been left within the American economy, then yes, I think we'd be way richer than we are for maintaining Dude, the American well, economy. Just, but even a, a, an even stronger argument is how about this? What if we had not gotten off of the gold standard? And what if we had not created the Department of Education and the Department of Homeland Security? And what if we had not had this drastic expansion of government and we had continued to be a somewhat free society we would be wealthier right now mm. than we can possibly fathom I'll, I'll put it into video game terms for you with civilization
3: you guys ever play civilization
2: I what's what's not. the latest
3: one? Six. Six. i love civilization so you build a civil you start as a, like a nomadic tribe you build a city you develop te- you can you can choose to do technology there's a bunch of different ways you can win the way i always play the game is i build a bunch of cities have my borders have minimal a military just to defend our borders mm-hmm. but no no excursions develop science flying cars and <laughs> you know coastal coastal uh, um, flood walls and advanced technology and that with advanced technology anybody who tries to invade me we stop and we don't go chase them down and bl- that, that's how I play the game mm. see this is how I imagine America uh, used to be and could be. You know, and and, um, maybe Trump isn't the perfect avatar of of bringing this about, but the very least being like, we'll protect our borders and we'll stop wasting time over there. We
0: tried. We put it it was an obvious like if you don't get involved across the world, if you're not part of the community, somebody's going to be like, well, I also have access to the technology and I would like to conquer.
3: Yes. But what I'm saying is the way I go about playing my civilization is, yes, I will have military capabilities, but I don't need to go and and conquer all these other lands because I'm scared they might attack me. I just if they come at me then I smack them back and I focus on making my country great. But yeah. if you're
0: if you're playing on difficult and the enemy really wants to destroy you. They'll have like 16 bombers ready. They'll have nukes. They'll have yeah, all sorts dude, of weapons that you can't defend against. No, you, you can't no matter what, how. What, bright, what right, is, what, don't what is, you
3: tell me about civilization because even... <laughs> you got to play on it, God it, mode, it, man. It, no, immortal it, only. You, you <laughs> play... When you, when you, listen, if, if, if you want to play a game where the enemy has an unfair advantage in their resource production, that's just a stupid analogy. When I'm talking about playing on normal and they have the same rules that I have, yes, I build nukes, I build weapons, and I mind my own effing We business. should go
0: a PvP version for... We'll
3: stream it, we'll stream it live and see what happens. <laughs> But it's
2: but in, in the real world, it's it's like this, right? It's like what Adam said, and he was right. From he he was right on the money. And I forget the I'll, I don't have the exact quote. I'll butcher it. But he goes, if we go around searching for monsters to slay, we will become the dictress of the world, and we will lose our own soul. And that's exactly what's happened to the United States of America, that we've become, we've, we've decided, and, and look, you can watch this. It was such a prophetic warning that even as like when, when the Republicans and the evangelical Christians really had so much control of the country and the culture, right, at, in post 9-11, they used this to say, we're gonna go to Iraq, we're gonna go to Afghanistan, we're gonna fight this war on terrorism. And what's happened to our own soul Since then, it's completely collapsed. And I'll say this to right wingers who like really care about the culture war stuff, they should care about being anti war more than anything else. Because when does the like kind of left wing degenerate culture really take hold? When did you see the social revolution? It was during Vietnam.
0: 18 plus.
2: The, it, when did you see the rise of the woke is, uh, in, insanity? It was in in the, uh, following the war on terrorism, with all of these failed wars. Look, the, even the idea of like Hitler rising—that was all a consequence of Woodrow Wilson getting us into World War One. We had we entered into a war we had no business being in. We entered a world war that would have ended in a stalemate almost certainly, well, there, and there was, tipped the balance on one side. Enforced the Treaty of Versailles on the Germans. We we drew the Russian forces out, and the Bolsheviks took over Russia. So now you have the rise of communism and Nazism. It's all Woodrow Wilson's there, fault there, for there getting is, us in that world. Well, we are supposed to be a city on a hill. We're supposed to be a free country. And if other countries want to emulate us, then great. But you know what? The idea that we're going to bring freedom all around the world when we can't even protect it here? You're telling me the country that had lockdowns is going to bring freedom to what? The Muslim world? That, Give me a and break. This, and
3: this is, the, this is the important point for you, Ian, too. Your what your argument would dictate that we, we, we gear up for a beaching of china no 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 i mean well, I, I know well, what you guys well, are on. saying they got concentration <clears throat> camps right now where they're raping women performing they're forcing abortions on them and they're in concentration camps they're expanding rapidly around the world they're, they're they, they 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 wanted to build the nicaraguan canal which would have wiped out a natural water aquifer just because and it, and it was it ridiculous how long it would have been had to, had to have been because we have the panama canal they're doing exploration and land purchases in the United States, in South, South America, and Africa. They're built, they have the Belt and Road Initiative. They are doing so much that is expanding their power. Their, their, the South China Sea, Taiwan, not to mention the concentration camps and the skirmishes on the border. Where are they at, India? Mm-hmm. So if, if, if that is your criteria, we should have already invaded
0: them a long time ago. They haven't been invading anybody, though. If, if Hitler had exterminated the Jews without an invasion, no one would have stopped him. I mean, what right do you have to go into a sovereign nation and tell them how to run their their show?
4: It's just... So that's the point of saying we're a city on a hill. Because to your point, that's what we've been doing, clandestine or overt, for decades at this point.
2: And by the way, no one did stop Hitler from genociding the Jews. Right. I mean, I, I guess the Soviets liberated like the last few hundred Bro. of them or something like that. But Yo. he got away with his genocide and it only happened after the war. Che- you know what I mean? Like, so it's, if anything, the, the idea that the war prevented the genocide of the Jews, I know a little something about this as a Jew <laughs> whose family is from Germany. Uh, uh, Germany. Um, the, no genocide was prevented, you know what I mean? So really, the, the truth is that all we can do, and, and this is unfortunate, but the reality is that large swaths of, of the world are authoritarian nightmares. And all that happens when we raise up this military industrial complex in the name of battling that is we become an authoritarian mm. nightmare as well. Mm. Unfortunately, it, it's like, the, the analogy I like to use is it's like if you were sitting there in your house and you're worrying about your neighbor's marriage while well, your marriage is falling apart, <laughs> you know? Like you're literally, your marriage mm. is falling apart, but you're really concerned about how the guy down the street is treating him But if, if you wait, see wait, wait, the guy down, down the street like okay, kicking doors Who was doors
3: married in. to Abner and Bewitched, that lady?
2: Oh, the uh, the actress Abner, Abner. Uh, you know,
3: <laughs> she's always watching from across uh-huh. the way. Yes, yes. They're
2: they're like I got that one. Yeah. Yes,
3: yeah. it's yeah. true. Yeah.
0: But if your neighbor down the street's like breaking down the doors of other neighbors, then you're like, uh,
2: are we just gonna sit here? Like, at what at what point do we get involved in? And like, okay, so then, but then at the same time, man, if you're going to use this analogy, then at this, then when do people start checking America? I love how we always just imagine ourselves. we the ones, who, right? Side. Like, we're the ones who are stopping other people from breaking down the doors. Like, who's broken down more <laughs> doors? Do right. you l- listen, man, between the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan and the war in Yemen and the war in, in Syria and the war in Somalia and the drone campaign in Pakistan and the war in Yemen, what do you think the total death count is? It's in let's, the millions, and, dude, and, 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 millions. And, and, we are the we are the ones, and, we're the world's terrorists right now. So if anyone should kick down any doors, it should, and by the way, I'm not like a lefty, blame America first. I love America. I love this country. I hate our government. Right. I'm talking about our government right now. I'm and, not some left winger, like there's problematic, toxic masculinity or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, this these are the blood soaked monsters in our government, they are the out, ones who should be checked. And let's point out, The purpose of NATO, which was? Well, supposedly it was to stop the Soviet Union from encroaching into Western Europe.
3: Hey, we did that. And now what's NATO doing?
2: Oh, they're the encroaching same into thing, Eastern Europe. Same thing. No, they became that. We promised uh, uh, in in when the Soviet Union collapsed, we promised both, both verbally and in writing that NATO would not move one inch to the east. That was the deal we made the Soviet Union. We said, look, let all your satellites break up, okay? Let them have have their sovereignty, and we promise you we won't move NATO at one inch to the east. And every single president since then. Has expand it has has um included more Eastern European countries and now Finland into- is getting on board. That's right. So I think Finland, includes- including Trump, by the way, who brought two more into NATO. Who
3: did he bring in on the board? Uh,
2: yeah, who's uh, you have to look that up. Or the the Trump was no, it Estonia yeah. under Trump. Was it Estonia? No, no, no. no. I might be wrong about that. I feel like the liberal economic order was spun up to prevent World
0: War III, which it kind of has, except we're in a fifth generational world war right now. This is techno war. See,
2: I think the excuse was to prevent World War III, but I think the truth is that this is just kind of the natural. This is like it's the Adams quote. We lost our soul. So once we uh, once we won the first world war, it was like, all right, well, do we just go back to being a city on a hill now? I don't know. We're the toughest guys in the world, and then once we did it again and won the Second World War, it was like, oh, okay. Well, now we have half of Europe, Stalin has half of Europe, and yeah. now it's a competition to who can rule the whole. It's like you got they get drawn into the game of world domination,
4: empires doing empire shit, and the basics of it all is it's time. It's been time to fucking pull back. The difference is the part that I think a lot of times we don't see now is the actual death. The actual fucking murder, the actual babies, the actual people being fucking killed. Because otherwise, media can spin up this argument that the things that Dave are go- is like breaking down, media can make it look like, oh, those are the actual bad guys, and we're just here to protect us from those guys. Never mind, okay, yeah, we're gonna have this conversation about election meddling and all of these other different things, but let's ignore the fact that our government, so-called deep state, whatever, has been doing it forever. I think that part is the general public is gonna have to ask, do you wanna be the Republican, the free folk, and fall back and hold those um, parties or those uh, public servants in that position to do that, or are you okay with just being the empire? But empires generally fall. Yeah,
2: that's right. Can I just say real quickly? There's that. Even if you don't care about like the the innocent women and children being slaughtered in all of these countries, like hypothetically, if you're just like you, that's not your thing. Okay, look what it's given us. Right. Like this whole like domestic war on terrorism now that Joe Biden is pointing in at Donald Trump supporters. What's he using? He's going to use the Patriot Act and the Department of Homeland <laughs> Security and everything that those guys supported, that they voted right. for in the name of fighting the Muslims, and right? It, and That's what it, what's going to be turned on their and,
3: own people. And what did every single one of us say as activists in the late 2000s and early 2010s Hell, no. what Obama was doing was, this is exactly what is going to happen.
2: You know, I, I appreciated uh, Greg Gutfeld, who I love, who's uh, he's got a show on Fox News, uh, as a lot of you know, I'm sure, but he said, he was like, you know, I was one of those guys and he, he named me as one of the people. Like he was like, you know, all these people would tell me like Glenn Greenwald and Dave Smith and like, uh, and I think he said Matt Taibbi. And he'd go, they all go, you know, if the government can do this to Muslims, they can do it to right. you. And I was like, no, they'd never do that. And I really appreciated it. And he admitted it. He goes, hey, I might've been right about that. I, uh, I gotta say, there was yeah. a point. Hey so, man,
3: even Tucker, right? A lot of people who were very much pro-machine pro are now going, Hey, I think we were wrong about that. Yeah. Right. I'm like,
2: I like, respect, man. I give Tucker a lot of credit for that cuz he was like a real supporter of of the war in Iraq, I believe in 2003-2004. And he turned around pretty early. I think it was like 2005, I think he went there and he yep. was like, "Oh yeah, this is I was way wrong about this." Yep. And now he's become it was so weird in this world that the 8 p.m. Fox News hour is the biggest anti-war voice <laughs> in the corporate press. And, and here's here's what we said cuz we had an old
3: we had a, we had a Boomer on the show. And we told her uh, that feminists are more are the pro-war faction now. And mm. she didn't believe it because she was a feminist. And then it was it was uh, Richie McGinnis and his mom. And Richie goes, no, yeah, that, that, that's right. Mm-hmm. I said, think about it. You have a group of people, one wearing red hats, one wearing pussy hats. Which side is pro-war? Mm, the Trump yeah. supporters are more likely to be angry being like, stop. And the pussy hats are going to be like, how much money can we give to Ukraine mm. for this war effort?
2: Mm. Yeah. And I'll say you, I wish the, like, I, I'm happy with the movement uh, to being more anti-war on the right, I think it's like the best development in the last uh, 15 years. But I just want right I want I want them to be better. You know what I mean? I think they're still not quite good enough. But yeah, it is crazy how much the left was co-opted. Although yes. I will say that what's kind of interesting is that a lot of the people who were really good on the left. Are now just labeled as right wingers, right? And mm-hmm. I think you kind of fall into that category. Oh, of course. Like Jimmy the Dore's right wing now. Well, he's that's a socialist. right. Glenn Greenwald and Jimmy Dore, and but I think that's you, how you be. And right, and I think you fall into that category no, too. Absolutely. Like you were kind of one of the people who would have considered yourself on the left. Who, as that switch happened, were like. Well, no, I'm not going to go into being the pro-CIA, pro-war camp. Julian that's Assange. Like not what
3: we are. Right. When they started coming after Julian Assange, I was like, why why, why is the left all of a sudden met at the guy who's good? I don't understand what's going on here. And then they were like, because he helped Trump. And I'm like, and? Yeah, like,
4: yeah.
2: What? Yeah.
3: What like,
4: I'm saying to y'all is, y'all, see, you guys are explaining things from a very highly level, a, a big understanding of this political thing that's going on, Right. Again, simplifying it for the general public. The massive over-corrections, over sorry, air quotes, that's happening on both sides. There's general public, to your point about you, that are going like, hey, this is the standard that I stand for, I'm objective here. It doesn't matter who, I'm not gonna switch because it's, oh, well, he said he was giving Trump, he was helping Trump. No, he was, he was saying the thing that was right, right? Yeah. What we have to do is make sure that we're translating this to the general public that understands like, hey, they're feeling that same way. Nah, I was with this, but that, I thought I was with that, but that's bullshit.
3: It's so hard when you look like, Jennifer Lawrence gave an interview where she said, we could have had Hillary Clinton, but people just wouldn't vote for her because she had a vagina. And I'm like, well. For me, it was because she wanted to start a war with Russia and because she said, we came, we saw he died. And right. was overseeing yeah. his, She was Secretary of State while we were blowing up kids and giving lucrative contracts to our buddy. Like the it's so, is by the way, it, like that. not
2: only is it untrue and that there's plenty of reasons to hate Hillary Clinton, it is the complete inverse of what is true. Right. What is true is that Hillary Clinton was only there because she was a woman. She was married to the president and then gifted a Senate seat in a state she didn't even live in off of that, and then ran for president off that and lost to Barack Obama, but because she was the second best given the secretary of state uh, yeah. uh, role. The fact is that she walked into the role because she was a woman, but yeah, there's lots of reasons to, but this is, uh, this to this hate is, Hillary this Clinton. This is where
3: they are. So I, I, had a, I, had a, I have a friend who's a Hollywood actress and this was a couple years ago. And she said something like passively, like the only reason they voted for him was they hate brown people. And then I was like, what does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. what, what do you mean by that? And she's like, the Trump supporters, like they don't actually care about policy. They just hate brown people. And I was like, is that what you think about these people? Cause like, I'll give you an example. I was in Anaheim and there were three Trump supporters, two young guys, one older guy. And I asked them why they supported Trump. And they said, actually they were Bernie supporters. Mm-hmm. But when given the choice between Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, Donald Trump was as close as they could get to a Bernie Sanders. Not that they were particularly close, but on a lot of issues they were. And so they said, I'll take it because those matter to me. Had nothing to do with race at all. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: but oh, there were like there were hundreds of districts that went for Obama that flipped to Trump in well, 2016. N- I mean, 9 million the, people. the idea that race was the driving you know factor in that is, is silly. My,
3: my point here is you're right. We got to find their level. But when people genuinely are misled and live in bubble world Echo chamber, cult land, because of the media, it is not that easy.
4: Well, no, no, it's not. It's not going to be fucking easy. Yeah. What I'm saying is, we just have a severe opportunity here, and I say severe because, and I, I choose that word carefully. Severe meaning this opportunity, you might not even like get it again. Like there is absolutely no way that you have these type of conversations, right? and people are seeing that pendulum keep going both, boom, left, right, boom, red, blue, red, blue. We have a severe opportunity to go, well, here's some other options. Here's libertarian. Here's, okay, here's independent these people are tired you just have to explain it to them. yeah like, that's you, you got it like you gotta it like okay you you may not be able to do it on Facebook because in about two weeks they're gonna start shutting anything that's leaning anywhere right of center the is getting suppressed
2: <laughs> well it's true it, and you know I, I like to say I might have said this on the show before once too but I got sometimes you'll like um you could be looking through like you know going on a YouTube journey and you'd go to like you you know you scroll on like these social justice warrior you know like videos and then you'll scroll on like some alt-right videos and like all this and you go oh my god we're Like on the verge of a race war in this Mm -hmm. country but then you go to the supermarket and you like you know like you like some black guy walks in front of you and he goes oh pardon me and you go oh no you're good go ahead and then you open the and you're like now, you know i think we're fine I'm like, right. i don't What's think any of this is real right? like, he's like, you're wrong. And, and i'm saying but, that but you're wrong. Well, well i don't think i am i think that the vast majority of people in this country really are sick of the They're culture war stuff. they care about the fact that prices are getting out of control yep. they care about the fact that like the economy is not working for them and the truth is that we need this is what the yes, whole yes, like, yes
3: that's true yeah uh, it's the economy stupid but see people say things like you know bill burr said this recently on trigonometry, he's like, you go on the internet, people, are, the civil war or whatever, but then you go in the real world, and people are just minding their own business, doing their thing. It's like, yes, it's no surprise to me that when you are in a liberal area, liberals are fine with each other. It's no surprise to me that when you go to a conservative area, conservatives are fine with each other, but go to an area where the, where the streams, the rivers are mixing, and you're seeing people get shot in the chest, like Aaron Danielson. When those clashes start happening, it's like, oh, yes, New York is overwhelmingly liberal, so they're not fighting each other. There's still riots. We, we, I went down to a conservative area where the cafes, the fast food restaurants all had like Bible study on the walls. And I'm like, man, a, a Chick-fil-A gets protests in the city. Mm-hmm. That's where the streams mix and they don't get along. And there's there's violent riots and well so I'm not I'm not denying failing. any of that my, but my I'm, I'm is,
2: saying that there's way more pe- way more than those incidents are people who are just really tr- worried about like their and you're right their daughter it. who's like failing out of eighth grade math and their son who's like got to go to college next year and what America needs this is what we're trying to push is that what we really need is like solutions to the problems that actually matter this is why this is why I really highly encourage people to give the Libertarian Party a look. LP.org slash join. Come check us out. Here's our message, okay? And let me just get this. Let me get this out. This is my big plug, okay? (laughs) We took over the Libertarian Party. These are my people and Maj's people who are in there now. Here's what we stand for. A uh, A whole different option than the Republicans or Democrats. How about end all of the wars, and all of the remnants of the COVID regime and the COVID restrictions and all of the corporate bail, bailouts, all of this federal militarization of the police, as, l- as well as local military uh, militarization of the police and the, fi- the, the crazy gun. Well, I'm saying like the entire domestic war on terrorism and the foreign war on terrorism and all of it. War on repeal, drugs. Re- end the war on drugs. Repeal the Patriot Act. Abolish the FBI and the ATF and all of these awful organizations <laughs> yes. that are a disgrace to a professed free society. Right. And all gun control. Like let's let's stop locking people in cages. Let's stop. Let's end all of these things that are pitting Americans against each other and give being a free country a shot. But this, That's this, this what is we re- need right now. We need a revolution of freedom in the those,
4: those those are the, the people that even when you explain it that way I live in a lefty city I, people are clearly they know that we do firearms training they know that oh he's pictures with Donald Trump jr they they know yeah. all of this there's no way shape or form in explaining that to that group of people they're like nah that that seemed I, I thought you would you guys were like crazy but now that we've had this actual genuine outreach, Now that changes the dynamic. My point in saying that is, I think that's the part where because both so-called sides are tired, that that gives us that severe opportunity. And that's where that conversation needs to continue. This is why, on
3: the surface, I'm in favor of ranked choice voting. Because my first choice would be the Libertarian Party, particularly because the Mises Caucus took over. Mm. But I have the fear right now that I vote for the Libertarian Party, Democrats could win. So this, this is the inherent problem of the first past the post system: is that my best bet is just vote Republican, even if it's Donald Trump, because I don't want to see the Democrats take maintain control. Yeah, but well,
2: locally. Well, well, but there's also like okay, locally so too. Well, there's it's, different. It's the same thing. But okay, so there's there is definitely, given like the current circumstances, there's a certain way that a third party needs to be used, right? So like I think that the way what the Libertarian Party should be doing, essentially, like my vision for it now that we have it, is that if there are really good Republicans. Who are are really good on you know say like opposing war and opposing the the militarization of the police and all of these things that we care about? Then okay, then yes, we should basically if we're running and making the difference in that race where we could give it to a Democrat, essentially what we should do is make demands to that Republican, say we want you to get even a little bit better on these issues, we want promises. If you're the incumbent, we want actual things, and then like we want, them? and then kind of support them. And if you're like a neocon Rhino, awful Republican, then we yep. will call you your job. I love it. So mm. don't ever run these people again because we will give you the other job. But I will also say that I, I you know, with someone like Donald Trump, um, I, I don't know that there's even that strong of an argument. Although I enjoy him owning the libs and triggering everybody. You're talking about like it, when you got him in there, we, we had 2020. We had Fauci on the job for yeah, all of yeah. 2020, and while Donald Trump was in there. So that, that, that to me, I'd be like, I wouldn't even, uh, I wouldn't even consider like the idea that, oh well, we better vote for Donald Trump instead of Joe Biden. I, and I'm saying uh, this from uh, from, from these, your own gotta, perspective. Gotta, these are the, but see, no, these, are the, same, these are the
4: same arguments though. Every every fucking four years, this is going to be the same argument. I agree. I agree. At what point, you say, I'm not eating sugar. The shit is delicious, right? You stop. Those cookies, man. Where are they? You, but you stop. <laughs> it's, it's rough for a bit, but you stop. As opposed to going, well, I've, I'm, I'm going down the street and been going down the street for however long. Even if it's yeah, I, locally, I even if... I mean, at what point do we say, this isn't good enough, we gotta do better? I agree with that, except the analogy would be more like,
3: you've got the choice between sugar and beer. And I'm like, I'm not touching the alcohol. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would eat sugar. I, I I would eat sugar before I drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Alcohol really messes me up. I just it messes everybody up. People, you, you, look, I got this whoop thing, and people are like, "You're wearing that government tracker? What are you doing?" It blame Luke. Luke told me to get it. He's supposedly the anti-government. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I drank one beer. I wake up and it's like my whoop tells me I'm dying. It's like <laughs> your respi- your res- your respiratory system was in decline. Your temperature was spiking. You're you're fatigued because beer is poison. But if the, if the choice is between... The lesser of two evils. Have but, the sugar, which, okay. You, you know, I choose not to do sugar so I think it's bad. But if I have to have one of them... And then, you know, if you see what the point is? Like, yeah, I, I get I, don't, I get I don't, your point. I, I don't look, 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 I don't agree with you on the you know, it tr- Trump and Biden, what's the difference essentially, right?
2: Well, I'm I, there certainly are differences. So just just to be clear, I'm not even saying, even if you're gonna argue that you're like, look, it's better. Like I'm not saying everything's perfect, but one's way worse than the other, yeah. okay? Even if I grant that. I'm saying that, look, putting Trump in there led to what? It led to Biden. We like at a certain point. We have to say, look, This is what, look, basically the Republicans and the Democrats have both committed in effect treason against the American people. And like, this is the United States of America, damn it. At a certain point, we got to stand up and say like, no, we're, I'm not saying I would never vote for the lesser of two evils. I would vote for the lesser of two evils in some situation. This is too damn evil on both sides. There has to be some line in the sand where I go, no, I'm sorry. The guy who kept Fauci as the head of the COVID response and put him on TV Every day through 2020, when the biggest moment, the biggest crisis of Donald Trump's life came, he failed. He got an F on that score. You criticized Joe
3: Biden. That means you're a Trump supporter.
2: Yeah, that is true. I suppose <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, that's no, and obviously Joe Biden's awful and, and all of the people he's put around him are just horrible and they've done like basically everything wrong. You know, what I think And, it and it's a disaster. But, but, but I'm but, just but, saying how long, we don't have another, we don't really look, have look, an look. option right now so to, to say up. let's it's, put this off for another four years right. with a slightly it's, less version. This country will be look, over. Look,
3: look, look, I think, I think what it really comes down to is like I agree with you on all, all, the, all of like the, the ideal positions mm-hmm. and then you're, you're a revolutionary and I'm a reformer. So I look at Donald Trump like I, I I like the school choice move. I think it's very important. Banning critical race theory trainings in at the government level that's that's critical uh-huh. and, and and it's because a lot of that stuff is outright illegal seeing corporations ESG scores, having Trump is is those are good things pushing back against that
2: I listen so I, I'm, agree. I, I agree I'm okay with that I, I I think you're you're right that I'm a revolutionary and you're a reformer. I'd settle for being a reformer. He's not even that. That's the problem. I'd settle for, uh, it's not as if, it, people treat me, I know they say, uh, like, I, I had a debate with uh, Sticks. Uh, do you know him? Have oh, You yeah. had him on? Yeah, on yeah at of Hammer? He's great. I, I like him a lot. But we had a He's debate, a and I, some of his, uh, we, we debated over Trump, and his people were saying to me, they're like, Dave, you're just making the perfect the enemy of the good. And my point is, like, No. I'm making the bad the enemy of the good. Mm-hmm. Listen, what I care about is liberty because liberty is what leads to a prosperous and stable society. Do- it's not like Donald Trump they, they they're acting like like Donald Trump let's say cut the government by 50% and I'm going that's not good enough. I right. want 100%. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But that's not right. it. He grew the government. Right. It's not he and didn't he it's not it. it's not like he did something in the right direction and I'm saying it wasn't enough. I'm saying he He, when he took control of the, took control, when he was elected president, I don't really have control of the executive branch, but he was the president and the Republicans had the House and and the Senate Senate, and spending from Barack Obama went up, like, I'm sorry, he's not even moving us in the right direction. If the car is headed off the cliff, he's going faster than we were under Barack Obama. Hold on,
3: hold on. You said that voting for Trump got us Biden and that's not a good thing. But I'm kind of like, my, my argument to a lot of the Antifa people is that Donald Trump was their vote, not Joe Biden. It was really weird to see Antifa people be like, well, I don't like Joe Biden, but Trump is a fascist. And I'm like, if you think Trump is going to destroy this country, you think he's burning it down and breaking it into a million pieces, then you'd want to vote for him. Because if the end result is just <laughs> Joe Biden and the system is collapsing, well, then perhaps that's what restores the republic.
1: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Well, we, or leads to something far worse than that. I think.
4: The
3: night both, is always I think. People conscious.
2: Both positions have
4: to be taken at the same time. We we in a game. We too late in the game to just pick one or the other at this point. There has to be people that are willing to say, "Hey, I'm a reformer. These are the areas where I'm going to reform. Reform. You're a revolutionary. These are the areas. Tell me more about this revolutionary shit. The people in the middle. That don't even know that both of these other options exist are the people that we both have to collectively and individually gauge and get that's the part that's the because there's people on the sidelines going that are going to listen to this and they're going to first they're gonna be like well maj wasn't even saying shit. i don't fucking have to you guys are going to say stuff and i'm gonna go this is what they mean by this breakdown there are people in the middle that are like eh, i reform on some of these areas I'm revolutionary in these, maybe locally, maybe in a small town, maybe in New Hampshire, maybe we go, okay, we're gonna just revamp this, maybe what DeSantis is doing in Florida, he's definitely gonna win, but he's like, okay, now I'm going local. Yeah. Now I'm gonna talk to all of these other people too, that's a, that's a model that we can emulate. Okay, to you, to your point, okay, no, Trump is absolutely not as horrible as Biden. But to your point, you're saying, yeah, but dude's still fucking spending us into fucking oblivion, right? At the same time, okay, you're the realist. These are how some of these things go currently. You're like, well, they shouldn't fucking go this way currently, and they never should have, and here's how they're wrong. You have to be able to explain that to the general public that are in the middle. We're not arguing against... And you guys aren't, obviously. We're not arguing against each other. We're listening. We're talking really to the people that are watching that we don't even know are watching to inform them about. Here's how this person was horrible. Here's how this person was great. Here's how locally you can avoid yeah. that, and here's how you can completely abolish and, that. And let me, let me, let me and, ask but you.
2: just to your point that we're not arguing here. I mean, look, we're basically on the same page yeah. with all this stuff, right? And so the, it it almost becomes a question of like strategy. Like, right. well, what do we do at this yes, point? because uh, we're really States. in a crumbling. Yeah. We're in a crumbling society, and this Try, is a very me, dangerous me, situation. To I'll, the the and, and I to seize federal government. not the way. No, I agree with you, but I do think that the way forward. I agree, seizing the federal government is not the way forward and i mean that but by winning, way winning way an election forward, and becoming president yes, is not the way the, to no the, the it. way forward is to try to have as much of an awakening of, of as big a group of people as you can to recognize what the core of the problem is here. Yeah. Like everyone kind of senses that there's a major problem in this society, and what we need to do is kind of wake people up to realize that. And and I will I would argue very passionately that really the problem is that we've completely drifted away from everything this country was supposed to right. be. Yeah, which like, is the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights to, and the, the idea yeah, of individual liberty. Right. Sure, uh, so, sure. So
3: uh, I'm curious your thoughts on right. Can I finish goal? your? Oh yeah, of, here, of course. What's your what What do you guys think on ranked choice voting?
2: I think it would be an improvement over the the current situation. Sure, I mean I don't know that that necessarily solves everything, but um I think that the um like I I mean look like you said before we kind of have this uniparty what a lot of libertarians like to call the duopoly you know of like two parties who are basically a monopoly um the this the system's completely rigged. Against third parties, I look what they're doing to Larry Sharp in New yes. York, where they just raised the requirement. Right to get, on. I believe he was in court today. Yep, I don't know uh, what ended up happening with that, but um, we've had him on several times. Cool. Yeah, too. yeah, you know. I, we love Larry Sharp. Um, but uh, so yeah, I, I think that would be an improvement, but I think uh, from my perspective, almost like on a more of a meta level, it's like people have to like kind of wake up to accepting that there, this is only going to work when enough people go, we're not falling into this game anymore, right. where you go, okay, if from your perspective, you believe that this evil party is 5% less evil than this evil party, then we'll fall in line with them. Because this is what they do. This is how the games have been played, right? It's like, Bush is such a disaster that you know what, those those swing voters will swing over to Obama. Right. And then Obama's such a disaster that those swing voters will swing over to Trump. Right. And then Trump is just such a headache and everyone's just so over him and the response to him and all of this that like, uh I guess dead people will just vote for Joe Biden mm. uh Kidding. I don't know. if He really won, that or not. Uh, he really won the dead vote, Joe Biden. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this game, and there's got to be a way to kind of break out of this. It's the right. Convention State. I, but, but, but I think,
0: right. but I, yes. Yeah, we but have the technology for the 50 governors to get on a Skype chat, to get on uh, Slack, to get on some video chat it's every not the day. Governors. It's the legislators. Right. So let's get them on a So flag, the, the problem is that we have the technology, but people have been looking at it as if we don't. Like, they're stuck in this past state of mind where we got to send letters and wait two weeks to hear back. And, like, dude, the solutions are in front of us, literally right now. Well, All four of us. H- hear, hear me out, guys. Hear me guys. So here's what I was thinking. Like, you know,
3: the, the problem is, you're right. You go, you go back and forth. We're swinging. It's getting crazy. One guy gets in, there's a bunch of bad stuff. So then everyone's like, I'll go over this guy. Then he has a bunch of bad stuff. And I'm like, what if there was a simpler way to do it? You know, what if we just had like one person? Who just, you know, we put in charge to run the system. Uh-huh. And then we didn't have to worry about voting or anything like that. Like, you know, when they got too old, their kid would just take over yeah. for them. And then, oh. you know, their kids. And then, you have know. Have you been reading Hoppe? <laughs> this is a. Uh,
0: <laughs> I got a question so, about. It's Tim the monarchist. About war. because <laughs> you were talking about, like, cutting back on the, the military, basically, in general, mm-hmm. which I, I, I'm very. I'm pretty much anti war, but I'm also, these days, I've been thinking to myself, maybe I'm a realist that we've been running the war machine. The United States was tasked with the liberal economic order, the British Empire, the American. Americans, the Australians, whatever. If we just stopped, would not Boeing just start selling planes and weapons to the Chinese CCP and then
2: they would take over and become a military dominating force, oh, putting the,
0: troops in Mexico. That's oh, the same, oh, that's the same on, thing
2: man. as the no. pendulum swinging. But that's not, but the, the idea, this idea is like so ridiculous, dude. It's like, so, okay, so then I guess we just gotta prop up Boeing because someone else could prop <laughs> up Boeing if I'm, we don't prop up Boeing. I'm looking but at is it history. china Listen, man, I know this is like, China taking over the world is just not happening. Look, we are so much richer than China is. If you, The amount of poverty that they have in their country compared to us well, what about them, is insane. Like like and we can't afford to do this. We're $30 trillion in debt. We're going bankrupt doing this. China is doing the exact opposite of what we're doing. They're going around and investing in other yep, parts of the yep. world while we spend ourselves into debt. China, by the way, is in a bubble economy that is 10,000 times bigger than the bubble that we have right here. This thing is going to pop. The idea, China couldn't even get through dominating their own region, let alone dominating the entire world. Like, don't get me wrong. China is a really messed up government. They're a communist government that basically figured out that they should allow prices and businesses. So they're not quite communist in the way that like Mao Zedong was communist, but they're still kind of communist and it's kind of fascist, I guess. And they're evil and they do a lot of bad things. But this idea that like, oh, if we didn't prop up the military industrial complex, that then China would prop up our military industrial complex. Look, man, here's what matters. We got Two oceans on either side of us. We got the biggest nuclear arsenal in the world, or at least one of the nu- biggest nuclear arsenals in the world. We got the, you know, we we have four hundred million guns or something in that neighborhood. No one's a threat to us, period. Well, the idea that China is going to come halfway around the world. No, no, they come from. from a, it comes from the orbit.
0: It's just. But just well, we see it.
2: Before it gets here, I don't know if that's true. The, this, listen, man, if China wants, so so in that case, that could they could do it right of now. Of course, then and that if has Boeing, nothing to do with so anything. So the history of so. Earth
0: is basically there is a military dominator at almost at all times. There's somebody that's
2: the most powerful military force and they are controlling things. There were empires uh, way before America became an empire, but from the beginning of America, we were still a free country. That's not our job to worry about, man. And like, I'm sorry, I know like that, that rubs people the wrong way because they have this uh, idea that we have to be the good guys of the world, even though we're objectively the bad guys uh, in the world. But the truth is that, like I said before, we can't even protect freedom in our country. We're not spreading it around the world. Um, Let's the bet the best thing America ever did for the world was exporting the best parts of our culture. Was it was, w- th- that people wanted to listen to our music and wear our blue jeans and be cool like us. That's the best influence we could have on the world well, is you th- being a free country here. Do you think on the
0: dawn of colonization of Mars that it's okay not to be strive to be the military dominating force on earth as a country? Or should should we give that power to, to a corporation
2: or to another country? Um, I would say that uh, I'm, to keep us a free country i am okay with sacrificing colonizing mars when you say
0: when you say free country do you mean that you're not you're not like like anyone can do any, like what is your like, cuz in in a totally open system it can be co-opted very easily by
2: outside forces no i mean when i say freedom i mean liberty i mean negative rights i mean the right to life liberty property you know, so like no spying on people, that kind of stuff, you'd get rid of that. But then sure.
0: what happens then when the CCP is spying and infiltrating our media and making us think things like communism, good. I've always thought communism was good.
2: I mean, I- you know, who's really done more to fuck, to infiltrate our country? That, I mean, how do they even infiltrate it? They, they infiltrate what? Uh, like what do they pay? Commercials? Off? What do they bots. pay off? Our president's son? Bot farms on p- social media? <laughs> yeah, but that's always what they—that's always what they tell you, right? Universities, down. the government program that is universities, that's completely well, backed up media by com- loans coming com- from, from, from the government. The government. Go- oh yeah, social media companies that comments, the government no is no by- comments. Yeah, dude, what th- they'll do is this is, is all get- nonsense, dude. Mm-hmm. The idea that social media comments have had this huge influence—you know—the truth is that well, all that's happened is that's been used as an excuse for the government to crack down on social media companies and insist that they. Huh? We 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 see it all the time. Companies caving to thirty people over nonsense. They they, oh. they get. So we we were doing a, we were doing an event. Yeah, but those we, are real people. You're talking about. They're like social justice warriors. Like, There's no way to tell.
3: There's no way to tell. And, and and some of it very well could be China. They call it the 50 Cent Army. You know, you know what this is?
2: Yeah, I've heard they, of it. They,
3: they go out there. They post pro CCP stuff. But they're, uh, we've, we've also heard from other people who are familiar with China's actions that they're encouraging wokeness in the United States. TikTok, for instance, allows it here but doesn't allow it there. So... I yeah, I've well, personally look, I think... experienced this, where you get one person pretending to be 50 to try and force a business, and it works. People okay, I'm not, so I'm not
2: arguing that that has never had an effect on, say, like a business. I'm talking about more like i like subverting the entire country. But if you look at the main ways, what, they're, what people try to infiltrate is they try to infiltrate the institutions of the government, or I suppose you could say universities, which is, again, basically a giant government program. It's all completely propped up by government-backed loans or the whole industry wouldn't exist. I think that, yeah, look, you'd need to have a culture to guard against that type of stuff. Like and liberty. that I right, and that's what you need is a culture. If you want to guard against communism, you'd really like to have a culture that believes in liberty when and you show- also strong families and and strong values. And all the government does is undermine all of this. This is like I mean from the welfare state undermining families to, you know, the the kind of like undermining churches and communities and all of this. This is what big government has gotten us.
4: So in essence, I guess your question would be in essence how do we prop up against things like that? China, Chinese uh, bots and all of those different yeah. things to infiltrate that. Uh, to the point, it's our government doing it more than anybody else. And if, if we're going along with it and we're weakening it because the government is telling us to. Right. Again, 2020, instead of us genuinely saying, fuck, no, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a fucking vaccine. My my business didn't close the entire time. We didn't stop at Black Guns Matter. We kept going. That is a culture of we are free. Now, if something is really there, we're going to be safe and responsible. We're going to mitigate our freedoms or our safety based on that freedom. Right, That culture compared to, hey, CCP where we build stuff and people jump out of the fucking building and there's nets to catch them from killing themselves, when you compare that to a young person, and you showed them that difference, as opposed to them being told, Yeah, socialism is great and there's nothing to really counter that, no real information, then of course it's gonna be more difficult. But that's not that's not that's not overwhelmingly coming from China.
0: Yeah. Would you use like American propaganda to push that message
4: on people? What do you mean by propaganda? Well, like little what? kids
0: are the most susceptible. They made cigarette commercials illegal and like this whatever well, the case. Well they make little kids
4: fucking do the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, it's so a form that, of national like, propaganda to get people on board with American ideals. I think, I think that that word propaganda is kind of loaded, right? Because me saying I believe that everyone should have a firearm to be able to defend themselves and telling them about their human right to self-defense is a, me articulating that well is a form of propaganda, right? And it's in alignment with my agenda, which is freedom and liberty right so when you say propaganda what do you mean by do you mean like bernays like just fucking lie to you propaganda and, well, yeah like how
0: deep would you take it? i mean because i think what right now they're using google to subvert what they think is american whatever ideals to combat the ccp that's putting in like hey kids be a communist but then
2: but, then but, who's, go, but wait, wait, hold on let me just ask because you're saying when they're using go- who do you mean is using google to combat the CCP? well we know the
0: fbi is in tight with social media networks telling them what to post what not to post the government. If and when yeah right if, if, yeah. yeah it's very murky as to who and, exactly. Well, they, and they
2: certainly, at least, according to Mark Zuckerberg, I, when he was asked why they suppressed the Hunter Biden story, the first thing he said was, "Well, the FBI came to us and told us there was going to be this big Russian dump." To and stay- then, when there was this dump, they said this was all the dump. They all said this was the Russian propaganda. At the, so, and, at the again, meet, I'm just at saying, the same like, time
3: they told their the staff not to investigate it. So, right, they yeah. knew what they were doing. So, you right. know, if
2: your concern is that like China is going to propagandize us, I just like I go, okay, but like this is to justify the regime in Washington D.C. But then, like. look Look at who's actually propagandizing our kids. I mean, like, look at who's actually propagandizing it's them well, right let's, now. Let's, it's the let's, public school let's, let's corporations let's, let's, as well. Let's, 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 I, got, I got an idea. Some extent. So, so I think we've, we've, we've talked a lot
3: about the things we don't like, a lot of the problems. Mm-hmm. Give me your guys' vision of what America should be.
2: Well, look, I mean, what America should be is uh, it should be the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. I mean that that as a starting point, like that's what we should have in this country. We should like it didn't have to be this way, okay? This this is there was nothing that was like written in the stars that everything had to go this way. And I I'm, I'm not saying it has to be my utopia that I want it to be this perfect, you know, libertarian anarchist system. Sure, that would be best, but. I'm just saying we didn't have to respond to 9-11 by starting seven stupid wars and killing all of these people and decra- passing the Patriot Act and all of this. We could have just, let's say, we just say even went into Afghanistan and killed Osama bin Laden and Tora Bora when we had him uh, cornered and came home. The war on terrorism was over by, uh, by Christmas of 2001. We could have just not Had artificially low interest rates in the early 2000s and blew up this housing bubble and had the financial crisis in 2008. We could have just not responded to COVID in an insane way. We could have just had a government who came out and went, you know, there's this upper respiratory virus. We think if you're at risk, you should probably stay home. That's our advice to you. Everyone else, you know, be careful. Maybe wash your hands. If you feel sick, stay home. We could have not tanked the entire economy and printed six trillion dollars in a year and destroyed everything. So all I'm saying is like less of the evil stuff we could do a lot less right. of this. It doesn't have to be, it's not a choice between what we have now and perfection. It's that we should always have liberty as like the guiding principle and being very skeptical of what the government does. Something That's what plain. we need.
4: That, and all of that comes down to is just scaling back. I don't need more legislation to do that. Again, if we start from that Bill of Rights... Declaration of Independence and letting that be, okay, this is the litmus test. Is this, hey, if we're giving more and more government, more and more dollars, more and more power, more and more control, 80,000 more IRS agents, how does this get us back to more liberty? If that's the, if it's a very basic question, it's a very basic answer. Nah, I'm not doing it. Tell me tell me where it s- says in this that we should be giving this over there. If that's hmm. not the answer, then no, we're not doing it.
2: It's-, and, it's and- I, I completely agree, and I would just add to that that like the mission here to me really is that look I mean think about like how the massive propaganda campaign to push the COVID lockdowns, right. the massive propaganda campaign to push the vaccines, where it's, it's like, you have to hear about this constantly, completely oversold of like, you know, if you get this, you can't possibly get COVID and you can't spread it. and If you question this, you're an anti-vaxxer and all of this. They use these massive pros- propaganda campaigns because they know how important it is to have the population believing that they have legitimate authority over them and believing that they're doing the right thing. So I think the mission here is to counter the propaganda and to wake people up. Like you said, the, the mission isn't to take over the federal government and then, you know, r- you know wield power over all of the uh, people and do it in the right way. The mission here is to wake people up, to realize that what we ought to be striving for is to be very skeptical of all of these authoritarians who promise us that they're doing it for our own good. If we had a society like that, we'd be in much better shape.
0: Did he convince you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been convinced since the day I met you, bro. <laughs> but uh, I, I've got a lot of concern about about the future of the Constitution, because I think going back to what we had 200 years ago might be a mistake that we should make a new global constitution with American values. Um, like A global constitution.
4: Yeah.
2: The
0: Manila Principles is interesting for the Internet. It's like freedom of code as opposed to freedom of speech or in addition to, because if you don't know what your software is doing behind the scenes when you're using it, you're being betrayed by your master. You shouldn't have a master. You should be the master of your code. The your code software. stuff
3: is a really good point. Like that's with, interesting. with Facebook, we don't know how we're being manipulated and we know Facebook experimented on people by showing them depressing content. Yeah, yeah, I've, so, I've read about
2: that a little bit. That is interesting. So
3: I, I think Ian's 100% right that we need to figure out, I mean, but this could be an amendment to our constitution. We could, we could write an amendment saying People have a right to know What's if going? algorithmic you know,
0: code is what, what the code of the systems do or are doing. Like, it's, Why it's, would they have to be global, though? I imagine I that we're globalizing that. inevitably, regardless. We're creating the new world order right now. The World Economic Forum really wants to be a part of it. And if we fight internally and ignore it, they're going to do it without us and we'll be there. But if we are involved in the process, we'll craft it in our image. That's part of the plan, I think.
2: Yeah, but see now you're you're it smells like you want to like take over the global government and use it for good. Watch I le- out with that. I don't think they're going to let you at the table. But the so. fucking ring, bro. The ring changes you. Exactly.
0: I don't want a top-down, I want a decentralized organization of states across the world, dude, and Mars. New vlog idea. Ian eventually does become union president, and it corrupts
3: him. And, <laughs> i and it, like it, Washington, but, but, like, yeah. but then like it ends with you falling into the lava,
0: and you know, are <laughs> right, fighting, right, you're, you're fighting right. over right, like right. style. Right. Yeah. That's hot.
4: No, no, no. Loaded range. What was small? You know, yeah. it yeah. like, no. more of I, I uh, think I think that in essence, and it, I'm saying this as a black dude that my ancestors during the time when these things were written, like that objective stance of going, okay, Declaration of Independence, fucking
1: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
4: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: But he owned humans at the same time that he wrote it. So it, as me going like, yo, there's contradictions here, but what was written was dope. I think that America, the founders wrote something that was really, really dope and i think that if we're going to be exporting shit you know you know all over the place like hey this is what we believe in outside of us just being cool let's export this concept of liberty and holding your so-called uh, public servants And even in your country, if you want to emulate this, a few years ago in China, there was certain parts, dudes was waving fucking American flags, like, yo, we want the Second Amendment here type shit. I think that should be some of our chief export type shit. And, and And, 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 And that doesn't mean it has to be globalized. It just means like, yo, this is what we doing over here. We got guns over on this side, because we want to keep our government a little bit more honest, you know what I'm saying, and exporting that. And I don't know if every country is going to em- emulate that, but I think that will be one of our our, our dope exports. Well, in the rest look, of the and world. even
2: if you, if you look at uh, Martin Luther King or and even Malcolm X, I mean, how did they make such strides? Is that they beat America over the head with their own Constitution? Yeah. They said, "Well, look, you said it right here yeah. in was, your own Frederick document Donald's. that right. you're not allowed to do this to me." Right. You know? So, like, it it was a powerful example, even if like the founders were hypocrites, particularly on that issue uh, on the issue of slavery and race relations in general but just think about it like this i mean imagine if we were just a free country and we were much more prosperous and happy and stable than we are now because we have this giant monstrosity of a state imagine the power we could have simply just lecturing and even ridiculing the rest of the world and saying to them imagine the power we could have on the chinese people by going look at you guys you're impoverished and we're rich because we believe in liberty right you're communists party is not providing anything to you you should we could, switch those that would guys be up. way more effective than yeah. if we were the murderers of the world saying we see you as a threat
4: yeah
3: we're gonna go to super chats if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends become a member at timcast.com and today we're shouting out tom mcdonald he actually texted me he said tell the world what up he's agreeing he will also wear a suit if uh, he hits the hot water I
2: believe, Lydia, I believe we said dress, no? Was it suit? <laughs> it suit? I can can't remember the beginning. <laughs> it like a suit. Suit. You're sure? You. <laughs> Maybe I'm misremembering. <laughs> 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 mis-remembering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um But, uh,
3: <laughs> Yes, so uh, so shout out, guys! Uh, check out his new song "Riot." It's currently number two trending on YouTube. It was four when we started. Number good. two now. I want
2: you to play this for after the show. I want you to play the song for me.
3: It's not so, it's not a super political song,
2: you know. No, yeah. I just want to hear the song. Like I like music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's right on. Great. We
3: have this uh, tweet from Dylan Bellu. Uh, what is this? I said Smith Terry twenty twenty four.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah what good. do they mean? What would we what be doing that? in twenty twenty four?
3: Maybe, maybe you guys are going to start a small business together yeah. you, you like, want to do something in
4: 2024 yeah, we, we together might, we might be doing like this uh, I mean do we do we do an LLC or do we do S Corp uh, you know I got to talk to my
2: I got to talk to my tax guy okay. I think, because it depends on how the revenue comes in <laughs> right. I think what's right. most, I, 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 I
3: think for a small business you guys go LLC and maybe you can do like
2: you know you build model ships Well, I'll tell you this. How about this? For people who want to see. Gun store. If, if, Mm. let's say, you wanted to see, (laughs) hypothetically, if you wanted to see me and Maj maybe run, like, let's say, a campaign of some sort in 2024, this is what I need. I need to see everybody join the Libertarian Party. LP.org slash join. Sign up right now. If you guys get in there, if we raise, this is what I say 20,000 members. (laughs) If I get 20,000 members into the LP, new members then, uh, I, I will start a business with Mosh in go. 2024 you heard it here first yeah. it'll be a liberty oriented so I want to give a shout out to Eric Miller he said
3: Tim if Tom hits number one you have to wear a suit on stream and that's where that's the idea basically came from so yeah. shout out Eric that was your idea I really do appreciate it genius and I thought it was a really good idea and I'm like be, we'll actually film like going to get tailored and like me and Ian oh, we'll hey. go we'll get a I, suit. I, I think this, that's yeah. gonna be hilarious do just the watching song. the Taylor See process
2: <laughs> by the way I'd also say for people who even like I, and I understand the argument that you're making and even people who are like listen if it comes down to Trump Biden I gotta support Trump, if you just think that what we're saying here should be like in the conversation, right? you know what I mean? That you think like, okay, even if that's the case, you need someone kind of pushing the Republicans to be a little bit better on some of these issues. Come join the Libertarian Party and Listen, support what we're doing. And, yeah. and
4: at what point are you just not going to just be saying, well, it, n- there, it'll never be another third, like the Republican Party was a third party, like at, at a certain point. Right. That is true. Like at what point are you just going to be like, oh, well, it'll but, never happen. As you happen. said, we
2: live in revolutionary it, times. Right. The, right. The, the MAGA, the Maga party the fourth is. a MAGA party It essentially is a third party, right? And like Donald Trump was a third party candidate right. Right. within one of the two parties, and right? And he did it. And Bernie too was yeah, a third party right. and just didn't do it.
3: All right. Christina says my favorite podcaster, shouting up my favorite rapper is so cool. Can't wait to see when Tom finally comes on the show. Love you all and happy Friday. So, this all happened because you know, we put out a song. We were I was shouting it out saying we want to invade the cultural spaces. And then I was just like, I, I don't know Tom very well. I I you know, maybe I've talked to him one time before this, but I was just like he's a guy who puts out music. you you guys have probably heard his stuff, I'd imagine, right? Have you?
2: I'm I'm not sure. I might I have. He's have. got rap.
3: he's it's it's <laughs> rap. A lot of it's 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 like I don't know how to describe it, but the, the scrap the, rap. But the the, the, the the lyrics are just so good. It it addresses political and cultural issues. His voice is
0: like a knife. It's Mm. cool. But it'll, like the sharp. lyrics
3: are really good. Yeah. And so I was just like, if you don't want to buy my song because you don't like it, buy his music. Get him to number one. We just need to invade these cultural right. spaces. Yeah. Right. And so then when I heard he was putting out a song, I was like, I'm gonna I wanna see Tom hit the billboard chart, so I'm gonna shout it out. No, I think I think that's awesome. Yeah.
2: By the way, shout out to Eric July. I think he's doing that with like in the comic yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Ripperverse thing exactly. and, my, and his music and stuff too. I think all that stuff is is really like so important. Yeah. And talented, actually like really Real talented like guys good. who are doing it. Yeah. Like
4: actually good. Not just like, I'm I'm in alignment with your politics. Exactly. Right. Get it. Yeah, right. it's
3: real time. Yeah. It's basically just if you want to win a culture, where you got to make culture. Yeah. So everybody's to,
4: doing that. To the point, the liberty movement isn't just, because I know we spoke a lot about like parties, but when you start changing the mind of people, no one that's listening to this conversation tonight is going to be like, nah, I totally disagree with the vast majority of what they're talking about. They're going to be like, nah, you you all have conversations. You're like, there's so many fucking rhinos. Rhinos are everywhere. Rhinos, rhinos, rhinos. Okay, cool. Either you're going to push them to go in this direction or you're going to go, let me try this libertarian thing. Even if it's not the party, I do think that you should join. But at the same time, the overall philosophy and the ideology is going to lean us in the direction
2: of the bill of rights and like this overall liberty thing yeah even if you're a republican or god forbid a democrat i still push them to be a little bit better right like that's what we all got to do right
3: all right carrie green says love that shirt make criminals afraid again i need one (laughs) shut up and take my money (laughs) can people buy
4: that that yeah yeah yeah. they can go to uh, blackgunsmattershop.com it's on the website right on we'll go
2: grab it which yeah. Black Guns Matter if you're not familiar go check them out they are real they do incredible stuff it's organization is amazing so yeah well you know why it's great because it just it attacks the left from the left right like it makes them feel insecure about their own thing it's like and then they go like well wait but that's but, we're yeah. the ones who are supposed right. to care about <laughs> right. that. But right. we have a monopoly on being right. the ones who care about black people. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's the funniest thing
4: ever. It's like having telling somebody like, "Yo, you know, as the black dude, you have the means and the right to defend your life from bad people." And it's like, "Well, even if you think that's all police, okay, if you believe that." All right. It's, it's, there was there was a uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't No, wait, no, it's it. even if you think it's all police. Yeah. If you think it's all police and then you're like, yeah, they're killing us. It's like, well, you can defend your life. It's like, well, no, guns are bad. Nah, no, they're not, bro. You have the human right and the Bill of Rights <laughs> to defend your life.
3: There was a there was a story about some dude who got shot by the cops or whatever. And mm-hmm. then I can't remember who it was, but he was like white or something. And then I posted something about how, how it was it was ridiculous what this cop did. I can't remember. And then some lefty responded with, Tim is such a racist. He only cares when white people get shot. Yet he wouldn't want gun rights for black people. What? And then I'm just like, what in the? And yeah, people I, are I, insane, dude. I responded. I was like, "Bro, I want every single Black Panther armed to the teeth with multiple weapons marching down the street well, right now." And then he just he responded, "Based." Well, and I'm dude, like, yeah. here we go. It, it's <laughs> so
2: funny, people are so binary. Like they think if you have one take, then you have to have like the right. other. But I was ragging on the a cop. Well, Wait, I, what? So I remember because I was really harsh on um it all through 2020 on black lives matter and the riots and all of that and being like this is insane and it, first off just cuz it's awful that you're like destroying businesses and you know killing people and assaulting people and all of this and also cuz you're destroying the credibility for the movement of like holding cops accountable right. cuz now and then when, um, uh, what's his name, Chauvin got convicted, I tweeted something and I was like, yeah, good. He absolutely deserved to get convicted. And they're like, oh, Dave, you're totally backing down on all of your views. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. So you think just because I was against rioting and destruction right. of property that I think the guy who kneeled on the dude's neck in right. cuffs I, on the ground shouldn't go to jail? Like, no, dude, that guy would lock up some guy for a gun possession charge and throw him in a cage for 20 me. years and my, never lose sleep. My fam- you can go rot in right. prison, like my I my favorite, could care less.
3: My favorite was when you tweeted uh, something about the left is not going to handle losing very well, and then someone responded with, "Here's how your side handles losing."
2: Do it. you re- you know who it was? Who was it? It was Bette Midler. She said, "No, Bette Midler."
3: <laughs> it's like responded like, to me. You know I got Bette Midler
2: <laughs> talking Sorry. trash to me on Twitter. <laughs> it's such a weird world we live in. <laughs> in this day. I'm like, hey, it's dude. Can I tell you, world. my uh, no, 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 wait, wait. my accountant texted me, and he goes, "Is." Bette Midler, Midler talking shit about should, you yeah. on Twitter. Wait. <laughs> right, and I right. went, "Yes, yes he is." Now, do we have those tax returns <laughs> right, in? Right, All right. You should <laughs> yeah. you, sh-
3: you should do You should have responded with, OMG, Bette Midler, I'm such a big fan, Hocus Pocus, classic, childhood memories. I
2: swear to God, my actual response is not far off from that. I went, I just made my wife and uh, my daughter and son listen to Wind Beneath Our Wings. (laughs) I said, we all danced, which I actually did. We played it in the house and we all danced. All right. Solid tune. Yeah, it is.
3: Looks like we got some big fans. Andrew uh, Brasol says, it's not just that Dave doesn't lie to your face like the talking heads in the media. What makes Dave so great is that he doesn't lie to himself.
2: I respect mm. it. Oh, well, thank you. That's nice to say. I I do occasionally, you know. You're loud. When I'm telling myself when I'm trying to pump myself it's up. Just manifestation. BB yeah.
3: says, I posted a meme today making fun of DC for declaring a state of emergency over the migrant buses. It was the James Franco first time meme. FB claimed it was promoting self-harm. Removed it and restricted
2: <laughs> See? (laughs) That is pretty hilarious. (laughs) That was was a pretty great, like, real-life troll sending the immigrants into D.C., I got to say. I Mm. enjoy it. Harold Wiley says, Just purchase Tom McDonald's
3: song. If Brett has to bleach his hair, Tim can wear a suit. Uh, So Pop Culture Crisis, which is one of the shows we have here at TimCast, (laughs) uh, hosted by Brett and Mary, they had a a bit that, uh, I don't know how it came up, but that if they hit 15 crisis parties, Brett would bleach his hair. And a crisis party is every $100 in Super Chats, these lights go off. and then every, So every time there's a super chat, money guns shoot money at everybody. Mm. And then once $100 is reached, there's a party where those lights go off and it plays a noise and then the money guns go crazy. And so they said, if they get 15 of those in one show, Brett has to bleach his hair. They got 26. Mm. That means that's $2,600 in super chat. So now my brother went out to pick up pizzas and then he came back and like, here's the sauce. And in the bag is bleach, his yeah. hair dye. <laughs> <Yeah. It's, laughs> so uh, I agreed. If Tom McDonald, hey, look, Hot 100 number one is not an easy feat. No.
2: No, not at all. No.
3: I think you would need to sell like 100 or more thousand singles. He's he's independent? independent. Yep. Mm. So not only that, but the problem is it's kind of rigged because they're probably going to pull some BS where they're like, well, you know, that one doesn't count. They want to see you
4: in a suit, though. You're good. No, he means like billboard. Billboard you mean chart. like billboard
3: charts. Like, yeah
4: absolutely like. Yeah so, so
3: so one of the things that happened to Tom is um he sold more albums than anybody else and they told him his numbers didn't count and didn't put him on the list or something Because of what? What was their, how did they play that? It's the, the so you have to watch he did two videos talking about how it went down and so I don't know the exact nuance of it but they were saying things like what's your UPC code? We don't believe these numbers so we're not going to accept them but it's like it's complicated. Basically people traditionally would report like hey here the the total sales we had
4: yeah sound scan yeah yeah
3: and then apparently they didn't buy it and so Mm -hmm. there's weird issues because like based on how many views he gets he's number two trending on youtube right now this song should be billboard hot 100 right but for some reason like let's see so it's uh, the song came out today uh, not next week, but the following Tuesdays when they'll release the chart for this reporting period. Yeah. And we'll, you know, everybody's got to buy his song. But I'm going I'm to be shouting out Tom all week because I just want to, I want to force these people that want, uh, you're going to love this. So we have a communications company. They do PR st- stuff for us. And we have, we have a song. We put it out. One of the responses to, it was like, Hey, Tim Poole has released a song. Like, it's available here. It's the first release on the new new program, Tim Guest Records. The response was, the COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective and is an effective treatment for reducing the severity of COVID. And that's how, all they said and that was it. And it was just like, are they saying they're not gonna? I don't know. I don't know if they're trying. Why, why are they emailing us that? <laughs> right. But that's it's how crazy so bizarre. it is. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a weird cult. Like, and then you know, uh, Tom was like, "Is
4: your song about the vaccine?" And I was like, "Bro, no. it's a it's a love and pain song. It's just like <laughs> generic rock music." And that's the and, and that's know, the dude. point. Now, now that's the overcorrection that the general public in the middle sees and goes, "Nah, that's bullshit." Even if they disagree right? with you. The vast majority of people will go, nah, but that's kind of fucked up. Well,
2: do you look – you look at the numbers of – um, I forget the exact numbers, but it's um, of who, of the, the adult percentage of Americans who were uh, double vaccinated with the first round. I think it was 70-something percent. And then who got their boosters was half that. Mm-hmm. So you see there's a whole lot of people, even of the people who, like, went along with it at the beginning, who are starting to kind of see – they're like – Nah, nah, I'm it's, not gonna look, keep. Doing yeah, yo, you, this you, you, you see it at the
4: airport, at the yeah, airport, yeah. when it was everybody had to, and I kept getting kicked out of airports and airplanes. <laughs> right, this that's is, why we bought the RV because that was like they you, wouldn't let you fly. It was like the mask. We, we we went to the airport and they're like, yeah, you can't get on our airline. And, but this is this is the crazy thing. But now, but now you see those people now that there's no mandate. mandate
2: it's like eighty percent, ninety percent, nobody's wearing, wearing
4: it. But but look, look, this is the crazy thing. they they, they
3: email me that. And then, you know, I I was talking to Tom earlier, um, not that long ago, actually, uh, a few hours ago. And I was like, not only is the song not about any of this, but my position the entire time on vaccines was it's good that Trump got it out. It's good that Biden sped up the timeline for it. And it's up to you to talk to your doctor to figure out what makes sense for you and your health health conditions. That that's been my position the entire time. Just go talk to your doctor. Oh yeah, they don't care. It doesn't matter. So two out of three. But but telling people to talk to their doctor about what's right for them is considered
4: anti. No, you did two things. You fucked up two out of three. (laughs) One, you said talk to your doctor. Like get an actual medical professional's perspective. You didn't just run with fuck you if you don't take this. That was strike one. Doesn't matter. And your second strike was you said, and I disagree with it. When you said. Trump got it out fast. You were giving Trump some credit for some shit that I don't even... I'm like, yo, he could have just been like, yo, whatever. Point being is, two out of three, fuck you, and you're emailing us about your song, COVID vaccines are fucking safe and effective, and don't you dare question the fucking narrative who do, do you think you're fucking tim pool you, you, you have
3: to be 100 standing behind them or on your knees for them yep any kind of like i see what you're saying you know no no no, no you don't see what i'm saying Just tell me i'm right or else by the way that
2: was that was so much of what their problem with trump was mm-hmm. is that even when he continued the wars and continued the empire he didn't Tell everyone right. that he believed in it. Right, like he'd always kind of be like, but I don't really believe in it. <laughs> like I don't really think we should be doing this. Yeah.
3: Let's read some more. We got Carnal says. Shout out to the Tim Cast crew, Dave Smith and Big Daddy Toure. Maj, <laughs> happy to hear that you got your R V back. Big ups to you, the work you do oh. and your solutionaries. Good people are looking out for you. Let's hit that GoFundMe goal.
4: Did y'all hear about that? No, no. So what my R V got stole yesterday. <gasps> oh no. Ooh. Wait, really? Yeah. Holy crap. Dude.
2: They picked the wrong what person kind, to steal kind
0: of an
4: RV, RV is it from. No, it's right. a, which which class? Th- Thor Class A. Nice. Thor ch- yeah. Thor Challenger. Beautiful. What? Flash. Cause this is when I kept getting kicked off of planes. We got the R V we gonna do the classes all over the country, we not shutting down, we going everywhere, da, da 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 still doing it, so it's gearing up for the winter time. So we like, all right, since we're getting back on planes because people aren't afraid right. anymore, we're gonna use the RV when we're not doing classes regionally. If you're homeless, if you need a place, if you're arguing, you're, you and your girl going through it, you need a hot meal, it's cold in Philly. We're gearing up for that. Go check on the RV, uh, it's gone. Like, gone, and I'm like, what the fuck. And I'm thinking, okay, the city towed it, and so I start chasing this process of, you know, the city's like, yo, we don't have it, but they could have it and not have put your tags in or whatever. So I'm like, yo, I think somebody stole it. So I go to the precinct, and they're like, yo, if commute if someone said it was abandoned, which I don't know why they would, it's a 200,000 dollars RV. Um, I didn't, we didn't pay 200,000 for it, but we bought it used, but um. If someone says it's abandoned, the police will tow it, not like the parking authority for tickets. So he says, well, if it's not in their system, come back tomorrow, we'll find out, because if you report it stolen now, if we don't know if it's community people took it, it's gonna be harder to get it out. Do that, I do a live saying, man, these fucking leeches, I hate y'all, y'all stole my, you know, I'll go on live at seven o'clock and I'll talk about it. I'm on the live talking about this RV, and a dude's trying to tap into the live. And he's like, dude, I think I'm looking at your RV <laughs> right now. Really? No bullshit. And I'm like, I'm thinking, all right, he might be a troll. And a couple of other people's like, yo, man, man that's in your live right now is saying he's DMing you his number. He thinks he he's found your fucking RV. So I go in the live with him. And sure enough, he's like, yo, it's around the corner from my shop. He's walking up there. They busted the back windows. The slides were out. There was a spare key in there. They drove it to a whole nother part of town. They fucked up the entire side of it, smashed the window, rifled through the hole inside, but they never closed the side, the slides. Wow. And then they were they driving with the sides out? They were driving with the sides out Man. and just dumped it. And yeah. so um, this dude, he, he DM'd me his number um, and, I, and his address, and I, I drove up there. So literally, one of the solutionaries on the live found my RV. Solutionaries are better than cops. There yo. you go, <laughs> yo, <laughs> legit. And so, um, it's gonna be like—I mean, we got insurance, but it's gonna be like insurance. Like everybody's like, "You got insurance, so it's yeah, cool." I'm never like, covers everything. I'm like, no. nah, bro. I it's not, people go like,
2: go, oh, you have insurance, no problem." I go, you have house insurance? Just light your house on fire and right see now, if right? they're gonna come I'm back sure. with the they, three so, million. That, would, that wouldn't inconvenience <laughs> you at right. all, right? right. Yeah, right. Let's, uh, uh,
0: we
3: got this one. We got Boris Kafifievich says the problem with the Libertarian Party is the Ross Perot problem. They will be used and sponsored by the left to destroy the right via division. Been there, seen that, never again.
2: Yeah, sorry, dude, but that it's like now we got a whole new group of people who are a lot more savvy than that, and that's what I was telling you about before, where we're going to be like, what we're going to be doing is is pulling the right to be better on the issues they're supposed to be good on right. and destroying the, the, the neocon rhino, whatever you want to call them. Did you see the tweet from the guy? who said Liz Cheney should run as a libertarian to take votes from Trump. Liz Cheney, if you're listening, please, please, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm on my knees begging (laughs) you, enter my party (laughs) and try, try to take this from me, Liz Cheney. Please get up on stage in front of my people and see what happens to you. (laughs) See what happens when you have to debate me, Liz Cheney.
3: Somebody tweeted that. In response to like some tweet about Liz Cheney losing, and then they were like, she should run as a libertarian. Take those votes from Trump. And I was wow. like, she's the antithesis of you, the they libertarian have no idea. Listen, and you have
2: no idea what's up. And, and by the way, the, the the idea that Ross... Look, Ross <laughs> Perot did cost the Republican the election, I guess you could argue. But who did he cost? George Herbert Walker Bush? Yeah. That's who you're trying to preserve? Right. Like, that would have been any better and our country would be in, in any better shape? No, look, you know who the libertarians won't be able to steal the election from? from a republican who's good on liberty right so get better on liberty that's and true. then you'll be and then you'll be insulated against Whoa. us
3: this is a big one i need to stop watching youtube says 7-eleven was a part-time job <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a that's great great. That's a great i love
3: that oh man that's really I good that. that's a good one so uh, troy dunham says dave ever since you asked what would my presidential campaign slogan be uh on potp your comment section posts, quote, we need to roll back the state. What do you think would look great on hats and T-shirts? I'll consider it. We need to roll <laughs> back the state. Seth Hauser says ranked choice voting will always give Democrats the win. But how does that make sense?
4: Uh, wait, I don't get how he says that. Yeah. Uh, so, so here's what happens.
2: I'd have to hear that explained to me. But, in, in, but, in
3: Alaska, they have ranked choice. Sarah Palin runs. There's a Republican and a Democrat. Ranked choice happens. 60% of the vote was Republican, but the Democrat won the special election.
2: Oh, okay. So, but that so, but that just it, uh, just as easily could go the other way now.
3: Yes. I think the issue, though, is the risk is that Republicans are less likely to understand a new system was put in place. Democrats are, are great at organizing. Yeah. So, they're going to make sure all of their voters know to okay. vote. You got to vote first choice, second choice, third choice. A lot of Republicans probably just went one and done. Oh. And then when their person didn't win, they got nuked and the Democrat ended up winning.
2: Okay, so that that is an interesting argument. I think there's no question that Democrats, by the nature of being Democrats, are always going to be more, you know, kind of aware of the Democratic process. So there there is an interesting argument to that. I've never really considered that before. So fair. I'll have to think about that. Mm. Chaser90EK says, this week my family bar closed. It opened in 1926,
3: and we thought we'd celebrate 100 years, but sadly, McGeehan's in Northeast Philly couldn't survive the COVID policies and spike in crime. Thanks, Mayor Kenny and DA Krasner. Ah, oh, man, that, that breaks my heart to hear. Yeah, it's
2: horrible. And I'll tell you, I know, um, like, I'm from New York City, born and raised, and uh, there are spots that I know, you know, like a lot of, a huge percentage of, of businesses Closed and didn't make it through the lockdowns, and I know that these ones, there's like a few that just like there was this uh this Chinese restaurant that was like a family-owned Chinese restaurant for I think they must have been at least twenty years, thirty years old, and they were on the corner of a uh, seventy-eighth and Broadway, which is across from Stand Up New York Comedy Club, which is where I started doing stand-up comedy, and they were like the spot that I used to go to, like all the comics used to go to after the comedy shows, and then I lived around the corner from them for years, and we used to go there all the time and they closed the, and there's there's just one that I'm bringing up but it's just yeah it's heartbreaking man that whole family business yeah. just destroyed over these insane I think policies. it's important
4: for people to remember this though
2: like cause
4: this is okay it may not be COVID right the next go around it may be Kinky climate pox, change. climate change, whatever it is, right? I think it's important for people to remember that and go, no, fuck you. Because we gave you the two weeks to fucking slow the spread and it turned into fucking our business, a hundred year damn near business not being here anymore. You know what, yeah. what I mean? So I think that part's very important. Infinite Will says, if the Libertarian Party runs on abolishing the
3: IRS, I'll vote for you. That would be the best way of scaling back the federal government anyway.
2: Um, mm. I mean, we, day one. Yes, abolish the IRS. It's Executive
3: an, order, right? What what created the IRS? Was it a legislative Which is legisl, legislation? Uh,
2: yeah, I, I, well, I, I, the income tax was through a constitutional amendment. Um, but I I have to think about the actual the the Internal Revenues Service. But the, the question is, what what
3: authority does the president have, but, and the, what can they do? Well,
2: well, the but look, I mean, that's I don't even think that's really the important question because it's not as if like look, if you're going down the hypothetical in your mind where the libertarian candidate whoever that may be, wins the presidency then the only thing that's happened in that scenario is not that the libertarian candidate won the presidency. There's been a major shift in the way tens of millions of Americans are thinking about this. And so your guess is that it's not just that one thing that happened, but so you'd need this mass movement being opposed to it. But absolutely, I mean, the IRS is just a disgusting, like, you know, all the, the stuff you talk about with China, like your worst fear of China, let's say we lived in a free society and your worst fear of China invading and taking over the country would be that they would install the Internal Revenue Service, right? (laughs) Like that'd be your worst nightmare, that they'd come in and institute this organization which uh, dictates that it's a crime to be, uh, to work. It's a crime to produce and the punishment will be a fee and you'll have no Fifth Amendment protection. You have to incriminate yourself and we'll throw you in jail if you don't pay your I got a better idea, I got a better idea. Abolish the IRS tomorrow.
3: The first thing is that you should do is that all of all of these IRS field agents? They got to talk like this, and they got to show up with leather jackets and uh, crowbars yes. and bags, yeah. and they have to they have to insist that they're asking for protection money. To, that is not bad. Maybe help people understand kind of what's going down it's right a, now. Well, well that's always them.
2: the the state is the mafia masquerading as a human rights organization. Yep. <laughs> it looks like it was yeah. Abe Lincoln in 1862. He spun up uh, the commission. Oh yeah, well Internal that was revenue. the first. Well, that was the first income mm-hmm. tax. Uh, but yeah. then it went away after the the Civil War. That's right. So it, Lincoln instituted an income tax during the uh, the Civil War, uh, and then it went away. And then it was Woodrow Wilson mm-hmm. in uh 1914, I want to say, uh, where when it came back. Oh, it was 1894. The Supreme Court declared the income tax of 1894 unconstitutional. Yep. Yes. Wow. And then, uh, and, am Wilson. I right? Ni- 1914, I believe, is Horrible. when it came back. Dick. Oh, Horrible.
3: Would Would you agree, Woodrow Wilson? Dick.
2: Uh, Woodrow Absolutely. Wilson is uh, the worst president in the history of the United States Wow
3: even worse than Joe Biden Yes, yes wow. far worse far worse. I no. mean
2: as of so far I mean Joe Biden is very bad, but Woodrow Wilson gave us the Federal Reserve Ew. the Ew. IRS Ew. The, And World War one which as I Yikes. said before led to the rise of the Nazis and the commies He ruined everything really
0: the Treaty of Versailles really did Make yes, the Nazi party.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, no question. Yeah. And and also and the mix of the Treaty of Versailles and the Federal Reserve, which created the boom and then the bust leading to the Great Depression, which is what called in all the German loans and destroyed the German economy. I mean, it was all Woodrow Wilson ruined the 20th century.
3: All right. We'll grab just one more here or maybe maybe one or two more. Generally Irritable says just hosted an event on public safety and saw a Black Guns Matter shirt. Dave, help a fellow libertarian out uh, uh, le- help a fellow libertarian on the campaign trail. Vermont candidate reddickforcongress.com, Tell James Lindsay I said hi.
2: James Lindsay. I've I don't know James Lindsay, but no. we uh We will. will tell we I'll will tell him said hi. Uh, yeah. I've I've messaged with him a few times on Twitter when he was on there.
3: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to Timcast.com, become a member, and also before you go, in the description below, we got a link to Tom McDonald's song Riot. We're, we're big fans. We're supporting him. We want to see him hit the charts and we want to see the music that he produces, the ideas that he brings, and the influence he has start resonating more in the cultural spaces. Of course, we're going to be putting out new music in the next couple of weeks, like we did with the last song. For the time being, we don't have one. We're going to shout out Tom McDonald. He's currently trending number two, so give him your love with his new song, Riot. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast. You want to shout anything out, Maj?
4: Um, be kind to each other. Go. Look into the Libertarian Party. You should really, really, really look into it, especially if you live in any urban city in America. You absolutely should be looking into it. Um, the work, man, support the classes. Uh, you know, gifsandgo.com forward slash solutionary. Help us, like, repair this damn RV, man, Like huh? and, and like, put these classes together. These The center that we have in Philadelphia is really, in essence, basically, it's a big classroom space. Um, we doing classes on, like, trade skill i mean obviously we're not doing welding in the building but you know like trades and stuff like that um conflict resolution firearms training and stuff like that cool. and all of the classes are completely free to all based on voluntary donations so mm. give com forward slash solutionary.
2: hell yeah well thank you guys so much for having me and thanks for having both me and maj on this one i was i was hyped to do this uh with both of us uh, com- uh comic dave Smith is a yeah, that's all. Michael Malice for press secretary. Oh. <laughs> We're there for that's that.
0: Happening now. Uh Ian Crosslin, Ian Catch me on socials. Love you guys. Thank you for coming. See you guys later.
1: Thank you guys very much for tuning in on your Friday nights with us. Thank you for chilling with us for sure. Thank you, David Mosh, for coming. You guys can follow me on Twitter and at Sarah Patchlitz as well as me.
3: We will see you all next week, Monday. But also check out Cast Castle and other shows at Timcast.com and we'll see you all next time. Bye guys.